If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. Did you know less than 17% of students were required to take at least one semester of personal finance in high school? If you need a refresher on personal finance for Financial Literacy Month, tune in to the SoFi Daily Podcast every weekday morning. For facts, analysis, and updates related to markets and financial awareness, search for SoFi Daily Podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. That's SoFi Daily Podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Konnichiwa! Nina-san! Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Talk to Keiki. I'm Matt, your host, and joining me as always before we take another break. But my but my time is, is my doing this time. My kohai, even what's up? Gombawa, Matt-kun! Genki desu ka? <laughs> uh, we are... Well, first, everything's daijoubu. We are live Hi. on StreamYard. No more Zoom. No uh, more Zoom because Zoom wanted to fucking actually impose their limits like they threatened for months. And so we don't want to pay. Yeah, we ain't paying that much a year just to. <laughs> no, sir. So, so we decided to finally go with Sean, who's been trying to get us to do StreamYard forever. And we finally said, fuck it, let's do it. And boy, we probably should have done it sooner, except Matt's camera shy. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, now no, you look pretty. You look pretty. It's you're you're twisting my arm now. <laughs> hey, bro, you know fucking Oscar. Oh, it's, is it Oscar? Yes, yeah, it's the uh, Oscar shirt. It's funny, like we're doing an anime podcast, we're both wearing wrestling shirts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, uh, we got we got a lot planned. We'll try to get through it as quick as possible. You guys are in for a three-hour stream. We are not doing a three-hour stream. <laughs> We're not. Do- <laughs> we, are not- we are not doing Let's just stop it. All right. Uh, some news again before we move on. I have the mm. thing up. Mm-hmm. We'll, end- we'll end that with the big news. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Konosuba. I thought you were going to say fruit baskets. No, no, no. I think that's oh. bigger. <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's not, but at this second, it feels that way. I was like, "This is this. It's not. Stop it." Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I will talk about Fruits Basket first. Um, the prequel movie is coming to theaters in the states, uh, June twenty fifth, twenty eighth, oh. and 29th. So, mm. if you love the series, get a ticket. Mm. I certainly will. Uh, I'm gonna see if there's a theater near me that has anime movies. Yeah, you. I, oh, that's right. You, you're moving. Yeah, uh, yeah. You'll be um, done by then. What? You'll be done by then. Yeah, I'll be up. Fucking, you're gonna have to cross. Week? You're gonna have to cross state lines, probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll try if I I'll try to find whatever's the closest. How far are you from the border? Borders of the Canada, like Canada or the United States? Or just, like, uh, what's what's next to you? Maine. I believe Maine. Uh, but Canada is like an hour or so away. Okay, I don't know if you're gonna travel an hour and cross into international borders to watch an anime movie. No, I'll figure it out. I'll see where's in the fifty mile radius of me. <laughs> Damn, you're willing to travel fifty miles for an anime movie? I don't know if I am, to be honest. Well, 
I gotta do fifty miles for work. So, ah, oh, well, that's fair then. I yeah. Uh, all right, some uh, t- anime announcements. Uh, the manga Boku no Ro- Roboko. Me and Roboko. You know what's funny now? Our listeners who have heard this can actually see you struggle to pronounce Japanese. <laughs> uh, so this is why. So this is why you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Among many reasons. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I'm having a blast <laughs> today, bro. This was great. After the long day I had at work, this was absolutely much fucking needed. Alrighty. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, a new anime announcement. Princess of the Bibliophile comes out in fall 22. I saw something about that. Do you have a synopsis? I have a synopsis. Synopsis. Let's see. For as long as she could read... Eliana, more commonly known as the Bibliophile Princess, has preferred the company of books to that of people. However, as a mm. noble, it is her duty to find a suitor. Fortunately mm. for her, Crown Prince Christopher Selric Aslerhard <laughs> mm-hmm. proposes a deal. He will protect her free time in exchange. Eliana will be his fiance in name only. The years they spend together are bliss as Eliana learns to open herself to others. But all good things must come to an end for Eliana, who loves her books more than people, ending their fake relationship should be no big deal. But as Christopher grows close with another girl, Eliana begins to realize that she isn't as indifferent to him as once she thought. Mm, I don't know if that's something I would do, but okay. It was like a drama romance. Is it? Yeah. Was I just not listening? Maybe I wasn't listening. Yeah, maybe not. Man, <laughs> story of my life. Trying to get people to tag our thing so we can get more viewers. Shout out Reina, to Reina. Reina is voiced by Juna from Realist Hero, Gray from Lord El Mio 2, Dia from uh, World's Finest Assassin, Hell from Tact. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so it's not bad, not bad. All right, now the big announcement Konosuba is finally again a season three. Can't and, fucking not, wait. and a spinoff. Oh, yeah, the Megamine spinoff. Yep. Megamine. Explosion of this wonderful world. It's going to focus on Megamine. I guess her travels before Kazuya. <laughs> Kazuma. Yeah, it's supposed to be a year. I said out a year before. So there we go. We got everyone's favorite exploding lolly. <laughs> Explosion! Yeah, <laughs> I remember my nephew sent me like a fucking like a hentai of Megamine. And I was like, this is disgusting. She's 14 and has no tits. And he's like, I want a Megamine body pillow. I was like, you're fucking creepy. But then he's 16, so I can't really call him creepy because he's 16. <laughs> it makes all the sense in the fucking world, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, people have been wanting this for a long time. We're finally getting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After the movie, what, a couple years ago? Has it been a couple years? It might have been three years now. 2019, I think. Right? Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, you guys waited three years for more Konosuba. I mean, we waited, what, two years for Overlord, right? When was season three? I think twenty. When was season? Uh, do you mean season two? Well, this is season four. So is it season four? I thought it was season three. Um, uh, it went like three, three uh, four years ago. Yeah, so it's been four years. Okay, so almost as much as ReZero because we waited five for ReZero, right? This is why uh, our podcast- five years for ReZero and Konosuba. The actual six years or five years from the previous season. <laughs> But yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, there's no release dates for either of them yet, but we will. We will. 
Stay tuned on the next episode of Talk to Kiki. No, I'm just kidding. That motherfucker will probably be released by the time fucking. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. no, no, no. Get to our next <laughs> stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. Uh, we got some reviews. To get, let's yeah, just get right down to it. I guess. I guess it's my go. Yeah. Oh, I got. Let me shoot. Let me pull up the list. The actual fucking list of shows that we're watching. Because I always forget to fucking do that. Well, this is a solo shit, so. So we're gonna start with that. But, All right, I'm gonna start with your boy, your boy coming. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. I'll start with them this time. Uh, pick it up where we left off. Uh, Aiko goes to the recording <laughs> studio about finding her voice to the recording guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You're not there yet." <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck, guys?" <laughs> uh, so while Aiko's got Nanami, the girl that was accompanying her, mm-hmm. gets a call from her agent saying, "Hey, don't hang out with this bitch." <laughs> you work for me. Like, get away from her. Does she know who you are? It's like, no. Well, you better fucking tell her. Do you know who I am, bitch? I'm the juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, so get away from her. Don't don't be near her. Don't talk to her. She's competition for this festival. Echo comes back. She's like a little annoyed for what the recorder told her. Mm-hmm. So Echo not me. Hang out and talk for a bit. And Nanami reveals that she is the lead singer for this idol group by these evil producers. And that she was going <laughs> that she was going for the spot for the festival, the one that has the 60,000. Mm-hmm. And then we get a flashback of what happened to Nanami and her group. Like how did how this become to be? Mm-hmm. And then get to, yeah, it's it those three high school students living the dream for Azella. And then mm-hmm. this producer says, hey, I want you guys. I want you girls. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, you got to do whatever the fuck I tell you to do. And basically what I say goes. You're, you sing the songs that we give you, all that. Like, you have no free will. Hi, Koshi Jeans. No, and they said, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but the other two, her friends, are str- also at the same time, it's like, but we're not, because they're not making ticket sales. Like They, they perform at a high school festival and they pick the top shit. That type of mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're yeah they're not making money. Their their seats are like always open. They're barely making rent with their jobs, mm-hmm. and so Nanami finally caved in and said, "Fine, we'll do it." And yeah, they they get that. I was like, okay, well, first off, you guys, you guys, your girls are gonna dress slutty now. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wear these outfits. It's for the image. Like, no one cares about the music, so fuck you. <laughs> I mean, that's really fast. So. And then the uh, what you call it? The friends were like, "No, we ain't doing this, like, right?" And then Nanami's like, "Yes, maybe not." Yeah, now they they're making money. Now they have audience. They have fans. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. got to the point where they're doing a tour. It's like, okay, good. Now this time, don't sing. Period. You're, you're gonna lip sync. Oh God. Yeah, you're you're gonna lip sync now. Just they only care about the dancing. I was just saying that to one of my buddies about fucking watching AEW, where you see Chris Jericho's like, uh, what's it called, guitarist, just fucking just playing over the shit, and it's like, eh, he looks cool, but I mean, there's no way. Like he's like got his hands up. He's like, yeah, and like the fucking guitar riff is still going in the background. Right, right. <laughs> he comes out literally two minutes later, and they're playing for real for Ruby Soho. And I was like, that's fucking music right there, buddy. I tell you what. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's real rock and roll, motherfuckers. Exactly. Not this shit. Uh, but anyway, yeah, basically now her friends are no longer in the music. This is more than now they're cared about money. Like, oh, I bought this microwave. I bought this. Mm. And Anatomy's like, are you guys okay? They're like, uh, yeah, I bought something for my apartment too. Never mind. Mm. So she's like mentally given up on all this. 
And then Aiko realizes what she was singing for. Mm. Like she's singing for the people that are struggling like her. Mm-hmm. And then she sings her song. It's very touching. And then Nanami is like, well, I guess we're going to be rivals for this. And type of, like she thanked her for, you know, hanging out for and all that. Mm-hmm. And trying to find a passion for music. Because you find out with, with Nanami, she goes to street performing as like a, as like a fan by herself. So she could still sing. Mm-hmm. And now they just like, yeah, I, I see you. Don't do that. Stop it. Mm-mm. And then coming went up to A because I saw. I heard you like have you found who you're looking for? And she and she said yeah. And they said let's just reach to the top now. And that's where mm-hmm. that episode ended. Really nice, nice mm-hmm. stuff there for sure. Kanochi Subaki, the uh, oh. Dick Best Girls. Uh there, there's nothing boy crazy in this one. Not this episode. No, no, no. It, I, it's, it's very tame. That's fine. Uh, basically, uh, a group of uh, free free ninjas uh, who were there for Team Boar, who was away, they came back to the village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have a dead boar. They're giving out boar meats, and of course, the the glutton Asago say, "Ah, beads! I need the meats." Barbies, As- we have the meats. Dun 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 dun. dun. Oh, sorry, you do. <laughs> hey. And then uh, Rindo was uh, talking to Subaki. He's like, "Hey, who's this group and all that?" Like where they go, they were they were trying to find self direction, all that jazz. And it's like, don't say one certain word to this group, and that's mm-hmm. stupid. And what did Asago do? She said, "He said, wow, you girls are stupid strong." Oh, and it's like, like, uh, but the word stupid was in there, so they got pissed. They're gonna they were gonna kill this girl. Uh, Subaki eventually found them. Was like, ah, like why'd you fuck up like that? Yeah, one of the group members was like, you're an idiot for saying this shit. And Tsubaki challenged uh, Dokudami into a duel, the one with the club. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll challenge you to a duel. Like, we'll be there at 2 o'clock. And be then, there, like, oh. square. Yeah, but it's like, oh, they're not worried because they never show up wherever they go. They have no se- Again, they have no sense of direction. Mm-hmm. Then Asaka was like, uh, yeah, they do now. And they're like, ah, shit. Mm-hmm. And then the medic ninja was talking to this team board group. And then later on, Subaki's at the area at two o'clock. They're not there. Surprise, motherfucker. The medic was like, oh, yeah, Mokuren. Yeah, that's her name. I said, oh, yeah, they're not coming. Why? Oh, well. Neither was your mom last night. <laughs> Shut up. Hey, yo. Yeah, uh, they still have no sense of direction. You want to know how they get by for directions? She okay. The the boar lady Dokudami. She throws her club in the air, and when it lands, the bigger part of the club is where it's like that's their compass. Like oh, it's pointing this way. We're gonna go this way. They're lost. They end up in a river and they get they drown and die. That's really and they could they could. They're in the woods right now. Going we're gonna keep going this way now. <laughs> Random times they throw it. I was like how do they, I was like how do they survive? Because plot. Yeah, and yeah, we won't see him again. Then we get to the part two of it, when, when Rindo asks Tsubaki, why does Zanka call her Onecha, Onesama? Onesama. That type of thing. But that, uh, the, this second half is a flashback episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sensei's tells them, okay, you got your girls are going to climb up the mountain, and then we're going to pick teams. Mm-hmm. So basically go in groups, basically. And then uh, Suzanka, back then, was known for being a troublemaker, a prankster. Back in her day. A whiny little bitch. <laughs> Oh, God. So she will pull pranks on people, and she thinks people hate her when they really don't. Sounds like Zubaki, Zubaki t- talks her out of it. 
what would you call it? Uh, basically, during all this, while she's trying to catch her, her feet are fucked up because you know they don't wear shoes. <laughs> Soles in their feet is like bruised, bruised, cut, battered, all that shit. Not cute for a football. Not cute. Uh, Subaki carries Suzanka up into the river, but her feet are hurting, and they see Asago in the in the water catching fish to eat. He's like, oh, like, why do you guys carry each other like that? It's like, okay, I'll carry you. So Asago, since she's stronger than them, because you know she eats a lot, she carries the two of them up to the mountain, and they talk about how they want to be part of each other's teams. But the sensei says, oh yeah, I already picked the team, so no, you guys, ain't, you guys ain't choosing shit. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I said, if you guys came up together, that's your squad. So there you go, you three are team dog. There we go. So also while Subaki was saying that, how would you call it? Rindo was uh, passed out. Like, oh, okay, that's fine. And there's the after credit. As uh, like we're like we're missing f- the sense is like we're missing three people. It's Team Boar when they were younger. <laughs> mm. They went the opposite direction. Mm. It was like it, like it, they're like it's a straight line up. <laughs> so Sensei was like, "Fuck it, they're Team Boar." Mm-hmm. That's it. Back on. Back on. <laughs> right in the pussy. No, stop it. Diamond, the recipe for happiness. The, the gourmet show. Yes, your food show. Yes, my food show. I swear, I'm where I'm watching. I've been watching different ones this whole year. Like I last season was fishing. You watch a bunch of shit that would just bore me. I'd be like, why am I watching this? Because I feel that way now about some of the anime I'm watching now. I'm just like, why am I watching this? I I said I would broaden my horizons. A little. I'm good. I like being fucking narrow minded. So, so if. Reflects so, most it, so it reviews the good, it looks interesting, I'll watch. But basically, Nagomu asks as Itsuka when's her birthday. He's like, oh, I already passed before you got here, type of thing, like months ago. He's like, oh, shit, I missed your birthday. Well, we're going to celebrate. He's like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're like, we're not doing that. Itsuka's like a tsundere, but not like the romantic type, just like, fuck If it's an American anime, they'd be like, let's go to Outback Steakhouse. Happy, happy birthday. No, 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 no. My favorite na, 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 one is, uh, yeah. my favorite birthday rendition is from Jekyll and Hyde. They just all come up to you. This giant group go, this is your happy birthday song. It isn't very long. And they didn't stop it. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to try that now. I was like, great. I, 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 I don't need that. <laughs> no, I'm going to say, I'm going to sing that shit to people. Yep. This is your happy birthday song. It isn't it is very, very long. And uh yeah. Anyway, we move on. Anyway. Uh, Nagomu, uh he's uh juicing uh yuzus for winter. There's a winter dish. And the juicer winter broke. Dick? Winter dick? What? You said, you said winter dish, and I was like, winter dick? What? Oh my god. <laughs> For those that are seeing us live, welcome to Talk to Keki. Infinite dick jokes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, wow. You really know how to use the juicer. We're like, oh, yeah. This is for my birthday. That's why we have this thing. Because of my grandfather. It's like, did yeah. you have fun on your birthday? No, because I fucking work all the time <laughs> doing this, squeezing the. Boy, that sounds like the fucking realest reality you could say as an adult. It's like I have scre- I'm squeezing the life out of this yuzu outside in the dead cold winters. So no, I don't spend my birthday having fun as a kid. Fun, nanny. Yeah, so he's just saying this shit, and then the fucking juicer broke. And the the thing they pressed down the wood snapped, and like, and the father's like, "Did, did you fuck up again?" They're like, no, I didn't do anything. Did everything right? It's just old. Mm. Like, well, well, we had it for like thirty years, so I guess. <laughs> I suppose. 
Yeah, the father likes to yell at him. Sounds and the mother. My mom. Because, you know, he left years ago to be a musician. He went to go get fucking cigarettes and never came back. Well, he came back when he found out his dad had a heart attack. Oh, he found his dad. That's crazy. The father leaves and the son finds him. No, no, no. The, the, the son left. The son oh, the son died. left. To get yeah, the oh, son okay. left to be a musician. Oh, the son went to go get milk and never came back. Okay. Yes. And then it's like, quick, come back. Why? Your father has a heart attack. Ah, shit. So I can run the place. No, we got this 10-year-old girl that we found. Not you. Well, rest in peace. <laughs> it's like, what? Okay, bye. This is your <laughs> goodbye song. It's not very long. <laughs> Fucked it up again, but fuck. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. So long, farewell, thank you, love you, bye. <laughs> right? But no, uh, Ichika gets a letter in the mail for her mother saying, hey, I'm going to be in town for Christmas Eve. I want to spend Christmas Eve with you. She says, sure, because I guess. But before, the, her mother couldn't keep promises because she was always working mm-hmm. or in France. That's so, two dreams. So basically, when the mother... Like, I can't hang out. Why? I'm at work or I'm committing a mass shooting. Oh, oh. Stop. We are live. We got we got towing down the <laughs> street yard. I like pushing the boundaries. You know, I know you do. But Everyone <laughs> live will know me. I push boundaries. I know, but we still need to be on the air. <laughs> I know. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, uh, Ichika finds out from uh, Nagamu's ex also that, yeah, uh, his birthday's tomorrow. Yeah. And he's like, why didn't he tell me? Why didn't he say? It? She was like, why didn't he say anything? No, he doesn't really celebrate his birthday. It's just a day for him now. He only wants people to hang out with him. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Like he just he just wants company, and then it's a good birthday. Like, he doesn't need gifts. He doesn't need a party. <laughs> that happens in March. I think it's just for her birthday. He's like, oh yeah, you can hang out with me on this day. Don't lose it. Ooh, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're on Christmas Eve. Itsuka goes with her mom. Like her mom actually kept up kept her promise. Mm-hmm. And Nagamu gets invited by Mitsuru, the other musician girl, to go to see the light show in town. Mm. It's like, hey, you want to? Well, first, well, first it came out with like how she was talking to herself, mm. and uh, he just overheard. It's like, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> you heard me. 
creepy. And then uh, what'd you call it? Nagumo's ex was talking to herself, and then she saw Nagumo's outside. Well, it's work. all these fucking psycho people. What the fuck? Yeah, so Kanoko wants to try to get back with her ex, you know, she broke up with him. Mm. So all that's going on, and Mitsuru was waiting at the light show. I was like, oh, there, there's Nagumo and that girl. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I invited her to that cool. I was like, yeah. Cool, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they were so they were hanging out. Two girls gave Nagamu his Christmas gifts. Um, what you call it? The ex gave her some type of cloth for work. While Mitsuru gave him homemade cupcakes. And they had this internal yelling like, that fucking bitch, she made homemade shit. I can't do that. How how dare she? She won up to me. And the other mm-hmm. one's like, she gave her something she, he could use for work and that it'll be with him at all times. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when they start talking about it, like, oh, yeah, that's no nice. Yeah, you got to show me where you got that. Yeah, this will be the recipe for those cupcakes. Then Nagumu sees the guitar. He grabs it and he starts playing for them, playing a song for them. In the middle, in in the in the around the little light show, it was a cute little song for that, there and that was where it ended. <laughs> no, <laughs> stop it! It's going to be my head now. That's just so funny to me. All right, skeleton night. Uh, picked up where we left off. Uh, Ark and Ariane see Chione, who is the the donkey ear ninja. So uh, Ark was uh, let's see, Chione was actually looking for the both of them because she needs help. Mm. Uh, beast people or demi humans, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're also being captured and enslaved, like the elves, furries. Yes, furries. <laughs> so she wants help. She's like desperate for help. So it was like, if you help me out, I'll give you information on where these guys are that are holding trafficking other elves and all that, all that shit. Mm. And Ark is like, he really wants to help, but you know how Ariane was gonna feel. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Aria said, "Yeah, definitely, of course, buses will help us." And yeah, no one should really, no one should be trafficked. Indeed, indeed, that that type of thing. So <clears throat> uh, they all they all stake out the uh, the area where the people are being held captive. But yeah, we're gonna attack tonight. And so Chiyome, she leaves. She goes grab one of the other ninjas, a strong, strong, bulky guy. Mm. I get to it a bit. But uh, while it's going on, uh, Ark was asking about ninjas, like. Like, how do you know about ninjas? Like, oh, well, I've heard it from where I came from. And he's like, well, really? Because this came from wherever we came from. Like, no one else has heard about it. But somehow you did. So Ark is, like, having this internal, like, fan. He's fanboying about ninjas in this world. Mm. He's, like, being these first ninjas. He's like, this is so fucking cool. Ninjas? Yeah, he was so happy. We saw her the first time. Mm-hmm. Like the ninja and, the, and then the ears, the cat ears. It's like, call me ears. It's like Deco. Like ninjas. They're calling them call me ears. The Kobe ears, yeah. Yeah, but hers stay. So <coughs> uh they meet they rendezvous at nights. Uh basically it's like argue and this this big guy that you guys uh distract the guards up front. Mm-hmm. What's going on? We're gonna sneak in. Me and Ariane. Cool, cool. So they do all this. They they're flexing. The arc and this guy are just flexing. You said they were fucking. I was like, whoa, <laughs> cowboy. No, 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 no. They were, they were flexing. They were flexing their skills. It got to the point where they caused such a distraction stuff started collapsing. Jesus. And it's like, ah, I guess, let me guess, Ark, like, <laughs> they, were like they, they overdid it. And that was, that was where the episode ended. Nah. Right now. So I didn't see today's episode. 
True. But we will. Get, I will get to that. I'll get to that later. All right. Aharon Oh, so when Rhino becomes sick, his face is like a JoJo character. <laughs> like, what the, the fuck? He, turns, he looks like the fucking pillar man. Like he's like like this. Like oh. so he's like it's just a fever. I'll calm down. Aharon comes in. He's like, "Good morning, Aharon." And she's like, "Ah oh, shit, ah oh, shit." <laughs> so like, why is he looking hot all of a sudden? Atsui, Atsui. Yeah, but again, it's just him having a fucking fever. Fever. And the fact that he looks like this, all their friends, like they want to do everything for him. Even hmm. this, even the teacher again had a nosebleed and passed out. Oh God. He's like, ah, oh, like, it's like, well, there was a thing about nosebleeds this week, wasn't there? Oh yeah, there's a lot of nosebleeds. Uh, actually, wait, I, no, I'm, I was behind because I had to catch up on Kageo, so that was actually several weeks ago with the nosebleed. All right, all right, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, know which one, I know what you're talking about for there for a second. Yeah, uh, Rido passed out from the thing. Aharon took care of her, and he got back. He has his normal face, and they're like, "You're better." Like, yeah, mm. he's back to his uh, awkward bitch face. Yeah, the fucking. He really looks like you know the face when you do the two lines, line underscore line. That's his like permanent face. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was that first part. Part two is now. Uh, Hard and sick. Well, well, I'll use the first thing because this matters. Uh, Reina, she's sick, mm. and so uh, what you call it? Uh, Rido wants to go, like cheer up type of thing. And who does he see? He sees another one, another tall girl that looks like a Haran, but no, it's her younger sister who's just taller. Her name is Edru. She's carrying oh, this it's giant the same shit like fucking uh, like uh, uh, dress up darling with Juju and her sister. She have titties too. She ha- no, she she's full grown. She's a full-grown adult. No, like, like, like her body is. She's not like a lolly body. She's taller. She has basically a dress-up down. It is dress-up. I was gonna say, I was like, yeah, but not up. like, but not like bouncing tits. It's not her main focus. Well, that's yeah. You know, they're not as they're not as lewd. This is wholesome. I'm like that. <laughs> wholesome. They're they're fake. They stay still. Yes, they stay still. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's carrying this giant knife. Uh, Rido thought she was a hotter from the future or something like that. You know, wow. overactive imagination. It's like, no, I'm the younger sister, you're an idiot. So you're you're right out the guy I'm hearing about. So like, well, why are you friends with my sister? Type of thing. Mm. Why? Why? Mm-mm-mm. But no. Uh, so basically, Andrew really cares about her sister. She tries to do everything she can for her. Rido just does it like simply, like, oh yeah, here's the stuffed animal. I want it here. You can give it to her. Say you want. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So they go they go back to the house. Uh, you see. Uh, the younger brother, the trap, that's uh, with them. And it's like, oh, um, basically, yeah, I got all this stuff to make you feel better. Edward was cooking. Uh, Ryder left. And they like, oh, why didn't he stay? Well, Renda, the trap. Say, so, oh, it'd be cool if he stayed. We got another guy in the house. Like, I want like, I want, like, a big brother. So, like, the relationship between Reyna and Rido are slowly developed. Hmm. So, like, we're, get, we're, we're finally getting that plot line after the last week's episode. <laughs> True, true. And so basically, it was Reyna, first part, Edward, second part, and the third part, Ren, the brother. Because mm. uh, Ren, basically, he's going shopping all by himself, so he asked right to come alone. Uh, they go shopping, and then basically, he lost his wallet. What is with so, these fucking anime characters always losing their fucking wallet? Well, yeah. Not, but yeah, he can't find the wallet. He's, he finally dropped it. And then Rido offered to pay, but his wallet's empty. Because he's a broke bitch. Just yep. So Ren does use his actual money, not the store money that the sisters gave him. His no. actual allowance money. And then the giant dog, their dog, 
it has the wallet in their mouth just to give it to him. Oh, like, oh, because I swear this dog is so fucking convenient in these mm. episodes. First, it was a uh, Raina losing her lunch. He brings it over at the school. That was the wallet. And then uh, Ren asked Ryder, like, hey, what, what do you, how do you really feel about my sister? And he was about to talk, and then Raina's right there. He's like, oh, you kept him busy? Like, yeah, like, thank you. Mm. So we didn't get a confession. No confession. No confession yet. These are my confessions. Yes. Right. <laughs> Moving on. Tomodachi game. Fucking God, Yuichi is a fucking manipulative bitch. Yeah, man. That's all I hear is just fucking Yuichi, Yuichi, Yuichi. No, it's uh, I, I put him up there with that guy from Classroom the Elite in terms of manipulative geniuses. <laughs> mm. uh, basically, Tenji is still starving to death in this cave mm. while Yuichi and Maria are just hanging out at the base, not giving him food, not giving him water Torture in this hide-and-seek game. Torture. And so Yuichi says in the previous episode, like, I want to switch teams. Mm. And this is where his plans start coming in. Um, basically, it's to provoke the teams mm-hmm. and to find out who the weak link is. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, so you guys tell, so whatever your captain says, you t- you guys follow what he does. Hey, what should I eat? Hey, when can I pee? Can- is this okay, sir? Like, he was just mocking them. Mm-hmm. I want them wanted to punch him, but he can't. You can't. You can't do physical violence, or you're disqualified. Well, you don't die. No one. No one's died. I don't know what Angel's talking about. No one's died. <laughs> I thought you said. Didn't you say that fucking? Yeah, not in the game though. Not in the game. <laughs> I was say you snitch. You fucking. You die. Yeah. If you if you, if you talk about the game outside when you're done, yes. Mm. I'm talking about in the actual game. Yet, <laughs> no one's died in the actual game yet. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Yushi keeps provoking them, and then um, you see flashbacks of his talks with Maria of what they're gonna do. Oh, this is what happens that they say yes to me joining, or they say no. But basically, you're gonna follow my fucking lead. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever I tell you to do goes. This is why I asked if you were a girl because that for the for the extra player. So basically, he uses that as advantage because again, he's a girl, so you know the body. <laughs> oh no, opai, opai, and all that. Uh, so basically, one of the one of the other teammates saw her in her undergarments after her, you know, bathed in the lake. Ooh. She freaks out. They use that distraction. Yuichi runs away. Maria runs the other way while getting dressed, <laughs> basically to lose them. And they're, they're mm-hmm. following them. So like, oh, you can, they're going to catch up. So here, here's an idea. Yuichi pr- pushes Maria off the cliff. <laughs> Jesus and then, Christ! Okay. And then, she has, and then she has to face up. Eh? <laughs> Nanny. Yeah, that's well. That's going on. Uh, the guys, the guys catch her. It was just so he could escape because mm-hmm. they know they wouldn't leave her like for dead. Mm-hmm. So one, of, so one of the guys stopped to grab her. Like, hey, can you help me? Like, fuck, fuck him, Riley. You gotta help me out here. Fuck you. So Yuichi went into the cage to feed and give Tenji water. <laughs> After five days of not eating and drinking, he's finally he's finally ate something. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, a week. It was a week. Because three days alone for themselves, and then they just started. They just started the third game immediately. There, and he was trapped in that cave for four days. Damn! So he must be starving for. for oh, he was. Oh, he was. <laughs> and he says, I, "I, I basically I tortured you a little bit. That's just, but I didn't know if I could trust you again. And basically, he didn't have the right time to go give him the stuff. But, but he wanted to see if he would actually push the button to surrender. 
because he has that button. The, per- the people that are hiding in the hide and seek have that button. Mm. But he never pushed it despite starving to death. <laughs> Mama ain't raised no bitch. Yep. No, because he really wants to get to the bottom of what happened, like why they killed his dad and all that. Mm-hmm. He wants to know about the game. So, like, basically, uh, yeah, I'm your last chance, basically. So either you trust me or you die, <laughs> or you mm. never know. Rip. And, th- and then Teji said, yeah, because I have to trust you. Otherwise, if I go home, it's just empty. Mm-hmm. But he's like, have you figured out a plan? Like, oh, yeah, I got a plan in mind. Now I know about the group. I know who the actual good guy is. And yeah, and they were fighting. Like, you go back to the group, the campsite. That that team is fighting now, and the guy that was actually like the good guy, he says, "Fuck this, I'm switching teams." Right. So, so he's so he's in Yuji's team, or he's going to be in in the next episode. So that team's already falling apart. So it's like he outplayed him. Like, that's good. You need you need that. Mm-hmm. One more summertime rendered. Your favorite. Yes. <laughs> the favorite. You're not watching. Dozo, dozo. Alrighty, story time. Let me get my popcorn. All right, let me uh, <clears throat> let me get this up on my page. All right, those so I can get names and all that. You remember the girl Shinpei like almost accidentally motorboat like breast in the face? Yes, Azura slapped right. She's yeah. the main. She's a main part of this. Main part is in like she's the catalyst. She, no, no, she knows. She knows about the shadows. She knows how to kill them, hmm. and she knows how to point them out. But isn't telling them because he, she got motorboated. But but that that happened already. But like in this new timeline, like she's still she's still herself. And to find out about shadows is like basically you know like when you step you step on a shadow. Mm-hmm. If uh, an actual shadow, they'll move their own shadow, just so you don't step on it type of thing. Mm-hmm. Because that's their actual body. So if you if you hurt the shadows on the floor or whatever, wherever their shadow is. Mm. You're hurting them. You're killing them. So in order to kill a shadow, you have to step on it. Shadow. It's like you got you got hit you got hit him with a blunt object that's like strong enough that that would kill a natural person. Okay, so like, like basically, if you had like a baseball bat that's like yeah, you smack it in the head, that'll that'll kill them or just fucking knock him out type of thing. So you can kill the shadow with a blunt object. Yep, or a gun. Can you shoot? Yeah, you shoot him. Hizuru shot Mio. The shadow Mio. Mm. She shot the physical body, and then she actually shot the shadow on the floor, and it died. So what happened to the physical body? The physical body of the shadow disappeared. But you said he shot the physical body. It's technically shot her. I said that like, you could shoot her, but it could like grow back. The sh- the the physical body, not the shadow itself. Oh, I think that her physical body. No, no, no. The actual shadow body, like that, like that's not really them. Mm-hmm. The the look alike. Mm-hmm. If you shoot the lookalike in its actual like 3D body, it'll be fine. But if you shoot its shadow, it dies. So Hizuru knows all this because it happened to her family 14 years ago. She wrote a book about these actual shadow people. So she knows everything about them. And she's back there to go kill them. Like, remember the old guy in the first episode that was talking about shadows? Yeah. She's aligned with him. She's aligned with the old guy who's dead. That, that, that He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. So who died? Does Ushio? Did you uh, say he died? No. Oh, he just walked away. Yeah, he told him about. Mm. He told them. He told Shinpei and Mio about the shadows and just walked off. But he said, didn't he say like I wouldn't tell you even if I knew? That type of thing, but he didn't tell them. But like, he, he didn't tell them all about all this info. Hizuru did. Mm. She's telling Shinpei because in their previous timeline, 
uh, the shadows actually won. Mm -hmm. Like Hizuru met up with Shinpei a little too late. Mm. So, also I I forgot uh, Ushio, the one that died. Mm. Her body's here, like her actual body, but she thinks she's not a shadow, but she is. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what's with that shadow, and she she's acting like normal, like she thought she remember like dying, but. She's not dead. She thinks she's not dead. Go ahead. I still hear you. I'm you. Okay. But yeah, so Shinpei tells Ushio to basically stay put. Don't don't appear in front of my friends or else, you know, they're going to go, what the hell? But, you know, Ushio didn't listen. <laughs> and then, right. uh, what you call it? Uh, so Shinpei grabbed her arm. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, that's not Shinpei. So Shinpei God, got so copied. Creepy. Shinpei got copied at the funeral. He So he has a shadow. Yes, and what and you find out in the next episode what happened to the actual Shinpei, he got pinned down with his arm broken by the Mio shadow. And that's when his... so confusing, but so wicked at the same time. Yeah, but that, that's when Hizuru meets Shinpei for the first time when she killed the Mio shadow. This sounds like, you know, this sounds like, this sounds like um, the one anime you watched last, uh, last season, not Shadow's House. It reminded me of Shadow's House. Which one? There was another one. You gotta describe it a little better. Fuck. It was like, um... It was like you started out. Remember, it was the one that we were like, oh, it's starting out lame. I might not keep up with it. And then by the end, oh, Sunny Boy. Sunny Boy. It sounds like Sunny Boy in a, in a way. Yeah, but this one, I got hooked right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, remember that how you started describing it and like the whole time I was like, what? Yeah, then, yeah. Like now I'm like, what the fuck? But at yeah. the same time, like, I, from what I understand, it's yeah, like, it's one of those you have to see for yourself, but it's also what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, what the fuck? But it's like, what the fuck? But yeah, in this, uh, yeah, but anyway, in this timeline, still, uh, so mm-hmm. I'm still talking about previous episodes because I didn't talk about it in a recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you find about, they find out about Shinpei's eye, like why his eye does that. Uh, it's the eye of this top shadow called Mother. That okay, eye is what does time. But what they want to know is why does he have it? He doesn't mm-hmm. know either. But while it's going on, the whole shadows consume like everyone. Like, they're slowly killing everyone on the island. Like then, Shinpei, then Shinpei told Hizuru to basically like, kill me right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way we, I could reset this. Yeah, you can go back. So she eventually does. Like, like before I do, like tell me your name when you, the next time you see me so I, so I can help you then. So he got shot in the head, and, and that's it. Always over. Yeah, yeah. Reset. But no. Uh, <laughs> it was funny though. I was funny though when the shadow was trying to kill shit was trying to take Shinpei. The Ushio shadow punched that shadow, so she's like a traitor, basically. Mm-hmm. But we don't know mm-hmm. what the hell. Basically, we don't know what the hell yet. It sounds like a mind fuck for real. It is. And then um, Ushio tells Shinpei there's a limit to his power, mm. and. They actually explained it in this latest episode. Because uh, he, 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 he comes back, but he went back a little further again. Than he wanted to. Yes. So basically, you skip five minutes or so after you after you come back and die. So if someone dies like past when you would wake up, they stay dead. Mm. So he has to be careful. So no one's dead as of yet. No one's. It's still Ushio that's dead because it's still her funeral. It's still that. Yeah. But like, if Hizuru died before then, and he and he got back, sent back in time that third time, she's dead for good. Hmm. Like they can't go back that far. That like you you go you keep going forward little by little mm-hmm. when you respawn. 
Hi, kitten. Uh, I'm trying to grab it by his neck because otherwise he won't let me grab him because it's not my cat. There we go. Oh, you can't see. Hey. <laughs> He's not happy. He's like, fuck you. I'm He's out. like, fuck this. No, 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 no. Fuck this shit. I am out. We are we are out. Um, but yeah, then his starts to explain a little bit about the shadows, like she's been here. And he's just talking about her brother, like her mm-hmm. twin brother type of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's not fit. It's not. He's not physically there. Mm-hmm. It's more like a split personality. Mm. Like when her hair's tied up, it's the brother. When her hair's down, it's her. That's so weird. This sounds they, they so weird. They, they don't fully explain that yet. And so you find out shadows go after just families. Go after just families? Because more more people, more people in groups. Mm. They like take over. Mm-hmm. So that's why Hizuru is back on the island. You find, yeah, you find out she was on the island before, because again, 14 years ago. So now she's so she's got it back there to finish the job. Uh, she goes to her old friend's house, the, the girl that in the first... Uh, the girl Ushio saved the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, the whole family is shadows. Mm-hmm. So she went to kill them. But the, the little girl one, she's a little more different. Like, she killed the other ones with the hammer, no problem. They're out. They're dead. But so when she kills them, is there, like, blood and everything? They could bleed. You see it? Like, it's like, blood yeah, you, you, see it. you, you, you see the blood. Oh, shit. Lots of murder. And then... But when they're actually dead, dead, the body basically that just the Sailor Grace disappears. Because it's a shadow, not a human. Yeah. But Tiora, the little girl one, she didn't get killed in that one hit. She was still maneuvering around. His was like, what the fuck? <laughs> she escaped out the window. Uh, the old man was trying to shoot her with the nail gun, but Shinpei was on the side and just slammed her down to hold her down. And then her legs get shot with the nail gun. And then she's dead. Mm. And then Hizuru decides to kill her. Because they said apparently if you talk to the shadow long enough, it's going to manipulate you. That's going to manipulate you. So she was about to manipulate Shinpei. Like Mm. you don't know what we really are and all that shit. Why don't you? Why don't you come join us? Mm. And then they talk again. It's like and then Shinpei asks for help about the Mio Shadow, the one from because it didn't it didn't happen yet where the Mio Shadow was was standing at the front door. That didn't happen yet, so he asked if they could help take care of her. So Shinpei goes in the house as he sees Mia with the knife and the, and blood on her finger. He's like, ah, oh, shit, no, 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 but no, it's just her crying from cutting onions. <laughs> wow, she was cutting herself. So I was like, oh no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, oh god, no. I was like, don't tell, like, don't tell me they fucked up already, sure, right? But no, is that? It's like, so she goes to clean herself up, and then who snuck in the house? Ushio. Mmm, the shadows. And that was where the episode I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, it was great shit. Let's catch up on these past four episodes in one day. Yeah. Oh, Love God. it. It sounds like such a clusterfuck, and it's like <clears throat> so drama filled. It does it's something you need to see for yourself. I feel like it's got like the drama of like season one of Promise Neverland mixed with like Sunny Boy, like it, levels. It's of that pop. with the ReZero concept of this psychological. With ReZero argument. concept, with fucking coming back and death and reviving and yeah, but he's but he's not mentally scarred from that yet. <laughs> like it, how, like how it, Subaru was. <laughs> this isn't Subaru talking to Kazuya. <laughs> it, yeah. it, it's a guy quartet. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's a guy quartet. He's a guy quartet. I am done. He's a guy quartet. That was exactly forty or forty-five minutes, I think. 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, this one I had to talk about a little bit. You spent forty-five fucking minutes talking. I'm gonna spend less than five. Probably. We'll see. Yeah, please, please do. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Dawn of the Witch. All right. So I haven't seen the newest episodes of Dawn of the Witch or Demon Lord Reborn. As a heads up to people, so I'm one episode behind on that, but I'm caught up. Otherwise, thank God. It took me a while, but I am officially caught up on everything else. So, in terms of Demon Lord Reborn, um, it's still really solid. We got the introduction of a new character um, named Sylphie, and she is someone who, uh, back in um, Varvados's day, the Demon Lord Varvados, back in his day, right. before the giant like final battle against this like tyrannous god, she's like, I'm gonna go train in, in a dungeon, and she was never seen again. Come to find out in the dungeon she's like oh this has been a, a wild three years but man i've been great when she returns it was three thousand years she was in the dungeon for three thousand years huh. and so um she's, i don't know what type of age she is technically she, i guess she's three thousand and ten or some shit i don't know as i'm watching this cat want to be bad anyway so basically she ends up getting manipulated um by the main antagonist of the show which we don't have a name for officially it's and the voice sounded very similar to the um to the demon whose name is escaping me now what i mean i guess i can click on it and see if maybe if it's in there. but in any case she gets manipulated because she has a sister complex and her sister coincidentally was um what's it called was varvados's like right hand woman and so she wants to see her sister. She wants to see her sister. And at first she's told like, oh, your sister is ill. Um, but uh, the guy named Ard fucking Meteor, he knows everything about your sister. And so the name is not there. Okay. So I don't know who the, the villain is. And we don't ever get a confirmation at the end as well. But in any case, we basically find out that um, over the course of time, they enter like this contest and, you know. The, the grand prize is supposedly a replica of the sword that her sister, like this holy sword that her sister uses. So she gets manipulated after like some like school play because it's a cultural festival, like, you know, some bleh, whatever shit. But the main plot becomes that um, after the after the play, she ends up meeting with like the, the evil boss or whatever. And basically the truth is revealed that uh, Varvados Ard killed her sister and this basically sets her on the edge easy to manipulate they end up later on uh what's it called there's like in the episode previous there or or previously in the episode whichever one there's questions about what's buried uh at the school tree they said nobody can know what's buried at the school tree um we find out basically that it's the real copy of the holy sword which Sylphie won in the the tournament and so basically now she owns the she like does some sort of incantation and she is able to obtain the, her sister's sword the real holy sword on top of that she has her own like specialty holy sword that like when she fucking casts a spell it releases like uh t- like really deadly toxins to like to say paralyze and kill her enemy so she's got two holy swords and therefore ard has to basically turn into his into his demon lord self and is able to easily defeat her as well as the um the specialty boss that came out or whatever the high boss whatever the fuck he is and he's like is that it and he basically defeats them and he's like is that it no, he's like, I'm smarter than that. That can't be it. But we don't know. They don't ever reveal themselves. Yeah. At the end of the episode, basically, um, uh, Sylphie is upset. And we see a, a projection from uh, from 
uh, Ard's sword of her sister, whose name is Lydia, by the way. Her sister Lydia said, don't blame Ard for what happened. You know, Ard is a good person. There's much more faith in humanity. There's no point to destroy humanity. And all's well that ends well from that standpoint of the episode. Um, I don't know whether they're going to keep on going with the fact that in essence, I think it was Ginny and um, and and uh, Irina. I don't know if they're going to go with the fact that now they know that he is the reincarnation of Varvidos and Sylphie was told and now knows that herself. Uh, so we'll see uh, whenever I watch this next episode, if they mention it at all. Supposedly, like the next arc is supposed to be um, like the the elder arc or some shit like that. I don't know. They're going to basically go back and probably introduce another character from Ard's time as the demon Lord. That's what it sounded like at least. So there's that. Uh, the next one, Dawn of the witch is getting pretty good. It's kind of funny. <laughs> it's kind of funny that basically the, um, the main witch uh, of the show uh, what's her name. Zero. Her name's zero. The main witch is the aunt of the main character. Sable um, Sabe. And it's funny because um, she's suffering from magical depletion and she needs Sabe, who has unlimited magic, to constantly give her magic, constantly give her magic. Sometimes it's by hand. And when it doesn't work by hand, she has to kiss her nephew. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Time out, time out. Yes. No. (laughs) Yes. No crumb. I was just. You straight up just like fucking like like brief make out with the spit and everyone's like whoa and nobody except uh the 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 main teacher uh uh Lou uh Lo Sensei knows that you know they're related. So that's interesting. And just lets it happen. It just happens. Yep. So I'll, I'll allow it, sure, sure. Just she you know, she kissed him to get magical. The, the the sensei who's a lolly. It's about to get magical to have it kiss me. <laughs> the sensei's a lolly. And she had to kiss Sable once to get magic as well. So it's, like, it's, like, her... it's like Hidden Dungeon where the guy had to get pleasure yeah, to get an MP. It is made out with this girl so every day. So basically all the characters, the two of the characters so far, have had to kiss Sable in order to... And it's funny, whenever anybody else gets fucking magic, it's like orgasm faces. Like there's a guy, Kuro, and then the, the girl who likes Sable, um, Holt, Hort, whenever they fucking right. hold hands, she's like, oh, this feels so good. Oh, oh, this feels fantastic. Like, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> totally hilarious. Um, also, one of the previous episodes starts off with fucking Sable. Like, just not really, because he's terrible with love. He basically, like, takes Hort's underwear and is, like, he's in charge of, like, household stuff, like cleaning and washing. So she washes her underwear. And he tells his sensei that. And his sensei just goes off. Like, you know, like, that's, like, a girl that likes you. And, like, you're taking her underwear and you're washing it. And like, you know, that's really like, oh, my God, like and she, he's like, it's just underwear. You know, he's like, I just got to you know work hard to get some of the stains out. And she's like stains. And they're like, you know, like she works like very hard and that's sweat and other stuff. And he just flies over his head. But anyway, that's not the point of the story. Basically, that's not, the, that's not the point, damn it. That's not the point. It's just something that made me laugh. It's, it's pretty etchy, not for nothing. There's like a lot of etchy points, but the etchy isn't the focus of the story. It's that's just, good. you know, stuff that comes with it. But in any case, no, the main part of the story is that, oh, damn, what is the main part of the story? of the? <laughs> like, what is the point of it? <laughs> what is the plot of the fucking story? I don't know. Oh, yeah, now I remember. A couple of the episodes go by. Basically, Sable, as I mentioned, he's in charge of cooking and cleaning, and he his, his job 
and again their jobs are all uh they have to start like their own little like job within the uh the village and that's their um i guess their excursion you can call it um so basically sable sabe's job is to you know provide magic to people when they need magic you know whatever depletion etc whatever the case happens so Kuro's job is to heal so he works with the village like hospital doctor and then hort is really good with magic and so she he works or sorry she works with the um with the mercenary yohei-kun it's the mercenary basically uh the episode goes with um after the after the conversation with the underwear uh sabe goes with like the the son of like the priest or something like that and they go out into the village or they go out into like the this mysterious forest to try and like procure like herbs and stuff like that and over the course of the episode basically they find their herbs but then they get attacked by this like mysterious like i guess entity and they basically describe it as an entity that they're in the south of like this continent and in the north of the continent is supposed to be like this like devastated lands that are filled with these mysterious creatures that are deadly and so they said that normally those creatures don't migrate south and the fact that they found that mysterious creature which disguises itself as a dead body so as they're walking in the forest they came across like a wolf and it was like half eaten so you see ribs and shit like that. And they're like, oh, it's just a dead animal. Whatever. Didn't make anything of it. Then they get attacked by the animal and or the, by the, the entity. The entity shoots like these spikes at the people. And like, you know, that's how they die. Generally, basically goes around. Right. They pretend. I think it's like forget me not. I think that's what they call it. Like the flower forget me not. Okay. Except it's the uh, like, the forget me not food. pill that rest of Elma. Something like that. Yeah. So basically forget me not. It shoots like these these spikes and they, they're supposed to kill their enemies. So anyway, this happens to Sabe and the boy. The boy and Sabe both get hit. Uh, the boy passes out from blood loss and shock. Sabe wants to give up and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. But then he calls out basically to like somebody save me. And he gets saved by Los, uh, Los, Zero and Yohei. They come out. They find them like they persevere. Like tell them keep walking, keep walking. They persevere. They finally find him. They get you know, cured. They tell the story. And that's basically kind of where the story progresses for the most part. We also see the story basically end on, um, it looks like his character's on here, but basically there's a character, uh, from the school who basically works as like the assistant to the, uh, to the headmaster. But we basically find out he's kind of like a double agent because he hires the mercenary that's supposed to try and kill the students who right. was defeated in earlier in the season. So they're working together with the church who doesn't support witches. Um, so I know I didn't sell it really well, but it's been, you know, somewhat entertaining, I would say. So that's pretty good. And then finally, my last one is Boruto. Boruto is getting fucking great. The, at first I was complaining earlier because of the fact that like, they get into like this whiny, whiny thing. Like, I don't want to kill somebody because that belongs, you know, that could be somebody's father. And then I'm just creating a grudge and everybody shits on Boruto. Like, yo, you're in the middle of a fucking war. Like, get over it. Like, this is what has to be done. Like literally your, your friend, your one of your best friends and another one of your comrades was killed by these motherfuckers. And you tell me you don't want to kill them back. But of course, Boruto's like, I'm going to stop this war through the power of friendship because basically he finds out, that his other friend that he met during this arc, Ikada, has now turned officially into a Funado and is like leading the Funado into like this battle against the Mizukage. The Mizukage also finds out, uh, Chojuro finds out about uh, Kagura's death and he's upset, but he's more like galvanized. He's like, we can't let any more uh, members of the future of the, of the mist get, you know, killed by these fucking monsters. And basically at the time this happens, you see, um, I forget his name now, 
But basically, one of the Funados, the last surviving Funado brother, um, comes in for peace negotiations. As they're negotiating, basically, the father, Arumi, takes over the um, the airwaves of the mist and is like, oh, uh, what's it called? Like, you know, we're going to crush the mist and my son is going to take over and we don't care if we have to face family or friend. We'll kill them all. And this basically triggers the um, the swordfish like weapon, like swordfish sword that uh, the son had um, that was given by his father, it pierces the son and kills him. And so now with uh, Saron uh, dead because of, you know, her injuries that Boruto and Kagura inflicted on her with the other son killed by the mist. And now the third son killed by, (laughs) excuse me, killed by his own father. Ikata is the last remaining Funado. That's not his father, Arumi. And so, uh, Boruto gets upset, and of course he's like, "With the power of friendship, I'm going to stop this war." And he goes off. Um, at first, does he Bo- talk? What? Is we don't know yet. He's he's on his way over to. He's going to be talking. I swear. He's going to yeah employ talk no jitsu at some point. It's going to be talk no jitsu when it's all said and done. But um, uh, Kyoho and Boontan, which are the um the associates of Hibichigo who died, they're like, "No, like we're going to kill these motherfuckers," and so. They're like, you know, basically call Boruto a pussy for fucking not wanting to kill them. So as Boruto's like, I'm going to use the power of friendship to stop this war. They're like, no, the fuck you're not. And they go to attack him. But basically, um, Iwabe and Denki save uh, Boruto, tell him to get going. And this allows Team 7 to go on its way. Kawaki's pissed off because he's very, like, as much on their side. Like, yo, we're in the middle of war. Let's kill these motherfuckers. But he's with Team 7, so he has to go follow after them. And so that basically leaves Iwabe and Denki versus uh, Kyoho and Buntan. And meanwhile, uh, Metal Lee, who basically had feelings for Hibichigo, is stuck because he wants to support. He feels how Kyoho and Buntan feel like, yo, I want to kill these motherfuckers. I'm not as forgiving. But at the same time, like, yo, it's his squad of his best friends fighting them. So he's torn in the middle. And I'm sure we're going to see some shit where he uses talk no jitsu to basically break them up and get them on the same level. Um, but regardless, the principle, the reason why I said it's getting good is, is the way I described it, it sounds like it's like pussy as fuck. And in some cases, it does feel pussy as fuck. But at the same time, I really feel like it, 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 it does express like the realities of war where you have a a child that doesn't want to be a part of war or someone who or a child who knows like their family is bad and doesn't want to partake in it but because of personal despair because of somebody being killed or a loved one lost or something like that it breaks them mentally and then they arrive to that point where they become just like the father just like the family member um that's bad um, and so that's very revealing. And there is, you know, as much as everyone wanted to criticize Boruto for like, oh, being a pussy because fucking like they killed your friends and you want to be, you know, I don't want to kill them. Like, you know, as much as I, I laugh at that because it does sound bitch made, th- that is a reality, bro. Like when you go into war, you know, you're going to like, for example, like I'm going to kill this Taliban. But, you know, I'm sure the Taliban person had a, probably had a nice wife and a nice child that, you know, well, at least the child are, is un, is un complicit in their father's evil and so now you've perhaps created an enemy they're like you know where the child didn't know any better now the child hates america because they killed their father who they, you know they love so there is a real a real aspect to that that is brought up and mentioned and it does make sense um but overall in terms of the action the blood it's getting really good boards this is probably the most death in the 251 episodes like we've seen in terms of a singular arc 
I mean, I guess you can count if you want to count when the Otsutsuki came over and, you know, we're attacking people. I'm sure lots of people died, but we didn't see that. Like with these episodes, we've seen two protagonists and two and three antagonists literally die in the series. So this is definitely the, the darkest parts of the series thus far in 250 uh-huh. episodes. I was 15 minutes, I think, or 16 minutes. All righty. That's still very good. <laughs> All right. Let's now, get on to stuff we're watching together. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. Shikamori. So cute. It is cute. Yeah, we actually got a little background on how they started dating. Yes. But before that, the cultural festival. Bunkasai. Slice, slice of life wet dreams. Yes. You'll see it every in every rom-com, slice of life. Any high school based anime Anything. always has a, a it's cultural there. festival. Bench coon, fireworks. Benchkun, all we're missing is Truckkun. Uh, no, not yet. Not yet. It's not that type of show. But yeah, uh, what you call? It? They're setting up for the. They're setting up for the party. They're doing. They're not doing a maid cafe. They're doing an animal type. Yes. Cafe. Yes. So they're, they're breaking the trope already. <laughs> yes, Demon Lord. You know, by the way, Demon Lord did a maid cafe thing, and it was like it's kind of annoying because like all the girls love fucking um this guy. Uh, Ard, and so they all want to save. They all want to serve him, but then yeah, I was like, you know, and that's why I made that comment in our group chat. I was, like, oh, that's what it was about. Okay, I was yeah, I'm good. like, I'm so sick of like the maid cafe. Like, I, I was like, look, it's like, but but Chicken Boy didn't have a big cafe. <laughs> no, no, no. It was based off of watching uh, Greatest uh, Demon Lord Reborn. Okay, yeah, because you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm so sick of the maid cafe gimmick. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Uh, but we you know what you call it when Izumi was trying to set up in this cafe, he trips. Yes, and Shikamori catches him, of course, makes with one look, arm. Yeah, makes him look bad. So it's like, like they're doing a tango or something. It was, it was very sensual. Yes, but they are get back to work <laughs> as she whispered in his ear. Oh, yeah, no, she totally does. Totally does. I will find anyone that says otherwise. <laughs> oh, dude, Amazon position all day for them. Oh, yeah, no, no, breeding position. Yes. Uh, but anyway, you find out in the next day that uh, Izumi is not a part of the cafe. He's in the library shift. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shikibar's like, but, 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 <laughs> I'm not near you. <laughs> Whatever will happen to you. It's like, but it's going to be like three hours or so. Relax. It'll be all right. Yeah. But who do we see there? Kamiya. <laughs> and we come to find out that Kamiya and you are really good friends. And she kind of likes you. <laughs> you find that out toward the Not end. Not you, but... <laughs> yeah. I wish she liked me. I like Kamiya. Oh, yeah. She's great. I like her. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they brought her back. It's... Yeah, there's something about her. It's very attractive. She's Yeah, she she has she appeals both males and females. And she also likes males and females. She likes you. She does like you. <laughs> not me, you. Like me? <laughs> no, you. Like not, like not you, you. <laughs> not it's not me. It you. Why you? You. You. <laughs> you. No, sorry. <laughs> Corny as fuck. But anyway, yeah, yeah Kabi's like, uh, so how'd you get sugar sugar Mario? Why is someone like you dating her? Like, like I'm sensing a little jealousy. <laughs> it was cute though. It was cute, but first it was like. Is she talking about Shikamori? But no, she's talking about you. She's like, I, it was adorable. And she's like, oh, I find love fascinating. Da, 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 da. Like she wanted to know, like, what's it like to have feelings for somebody? 
And I was like, it, you know, it dawned on me when she said, like, what's it like to like like somebody or be or really like be with somebody? I was like, wow, she's just a normal teenage girl that doesn't know how to sort out her feelings. That's adorable. Yep. So Izumi obliges and talks about how they met. It was at the cultural festival last year. I wish this was an adult rated one so they could talk about how they did it. No, no. Sad face. But no, um, yeah, uh, Shikamori, you were in the group last year. I was in a group, really? Yeah. <laughs> you were in a group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But there was a thing like, where they drew numbers. If you had the same match of numbers, you get you get a picture taken together. Yes. Like you're in love. Yes. Izumi. Let's just call him Izumi. It's easier. Izumi. We'll call him Izumi. But uh, what would you call it? Uh, I'll, I'll go back to the current time real quick. Shikimori see, trying to look for Izumi's number and hers. Mm-hmm. But no, they have different numbers. Mm-hmm. And Shikimori was like, I'm going to go kill the bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then they were like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. That's bad. <laughs> bad luck. It's like, you guys had it last year. Like, no, I know I ain't sharing him. It's like, so I'm gonna go beg the person for that number. <laughs> and now we go to Kurt, and now we go back to the flashback. Yes. They share the number. They all had great. Uh, you find out Izumi really does have a crush on Shikamori. And Shikamori, she's not as much of a badass here yet. She's just more of the she's just a normal high school girl. But I guess that's where she was mostly hiding it more. Mm-hmm. Her delinqu- delinquent side. Yankee side. Yon- yandere side. Oh, yonder. They said the delinquent. Delinqu- delinqu- <laughs> I, I always chuckle. And they're like, oh, you're a delinquent. You're a Yankee. She's a goddamn Yankee. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gonna die. You know, uh, they, go, they go to the thing. They find out that Izubi lost his number. What are the odds? Surprise, surprise. If he lost his wallet five times, you'd not expect him to lose the number. Yeah, so uh, Shikimori wanted to find it, and you see Izumi, you see how it this mentally affects him. Mm-hmm. And then Shikimori actually gives him the confidence to find it. Mm-hmm. But two hours later, they didn't find it. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, ah, oh, I took the picture on my phone, proving that we're the same number. And of course, this uh, student council, godlike tear got character. Yep. Because you know they're they're above God and the president. He's no fucking student council president from fucking uh, what's it called? Kaguya from, from Sasaki Miyano. Oh hell no, no no no. Yeah, he he would let it slide. He'd be a bro. He's a bro. Yeah, this one eh, not at first. Not really. Yeah, first like nope. You need the F, you need the physical number. Mom putting my foot down. The news would be like, hey, fuck you, motherfucker. I really need to take this picture. And with like, I've been searching high and low for this. I gotta take a picture with this hot piece of ass. Now you're gonna take the picture or not. Just... And then homeboy is like, you know what? I'm cock blocking. Just don't say shit. He's like, he's like, that took guts. All right, fine. Here's your number. <laughs> Good luck. And it's like, don't fuck it up now. Basically. And then yeah, they get everyone pump for me, bro. They they get the picture. And then you asked Shikamori out. And then she, was, was she had tears of joy saying, yes, yes. And Kamiya's like, oh. And then, yeah, that was where we left off. And then we flash forward. You're forgetting the big part. We're flash forward as Shikamori's trying to find out who has the number, who has that number for fucking Izumi. When you I look talk, at I talked about I, the number. No, huh? You talked about the number. No, you didn't talk about today's number. I did, yeah. Does uh, Shikamori want to kill someone that had it? Yeah, and we find out after the fact when they look at the board. Oh, that's right. It was Kamiya. There's the board. Number 44, Kamiya. 
Yeah, that's right. Yes, and that's where the episode leads off off finishes off on. So yeah, so that would get that competition. I love this picture too on Analyst. I don't know if y'all could see it or not. Do you see this picture, Kamiya? This is like yeah. so like look at that. That's so yeah, 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 yeah. Thing, like naughty. I don't know. You know, like hmm, it's hmm. it's uh suggestive. It is a little bit, but it's adorable in a way too. Like I would love for a woman to look at me like oh. But no, good episode. I'm thinking, chimpo ne furo. Just a dick in the bath. Dick in the box. In the bath. Ufuru. Oh, oh, in the bath. Uh, oh. means or like ooh, I think it's ufuru. Ufuru means bath in Japanese. So, chimpo to ufuru, dick in bath. There we go. Let's move on. Anyway. Uh, did you see yesterday's Komi? Yeah, I did. Okay, it was a good episode. Go. Nice episode. Did you see the ending? <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll talk about that guy in a minute. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, basically, it's a uh, Najimi try to get a group together to go to the shrine, Indeed. and they do it at the most inconvenient times for everyone. Every single time. First, Komi didn't answer, but Najimi was just t- talking about like, "Oh yeah, go be here at six. Right. Well, first off, she she has spent New Year's at his house. They play video games, and <laughs> they did. Yeah. Then Tajno just did not remember. He's like, "Why like, are you here?" Like we spent we spent the night and play video games. Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> I still. I mean, he's a she's a trap. Najimi uh, is Najimi. Najimi, it's, it's a trap. Najimi is Najimi. It's a trap. It's a snack. It could be a snack. Could be. Uh, but anyway, Najimi first tries to, tries to call Comey. No answer. Oh, if you think about it. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll see. Uh, then they call Ren. Yes. And Ren's like, "Oh, I'm in Hawaii." So thank oh. God. Like, Thank oh, too- the Lord. It's like, oh, too bad, because Komi was going to join us. And she was like, <laughs> And she should have fucking thrown herself out in the sea. So I was like, yeah, it's best that she wasn't there. I fucking agree. The yeah, worst you know character we in this all, show. We all agree that she did not need to be there that time. She is the worst character on this show. And then we get to Omaharu, who was playing her video games. Like, yes, I'm coming close. I'm coming close. Phone call in the middle of the phone game. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then she starts yelling over the phone. Uh, who else yelled? Uh, was it Himika when she was choking on the mochi? No, she didn't yell. She was like choking. She was, yeah, she was choking on the mochi. <laughs> no, she was it screaming was, for air. <laughs> it was the other one, the uh, the other other chick that's always competitive with 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 Comey. I was the, the other green hair girl. No, 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 no. It was it was the the pink haired girl. No, she, no, that was the competition. I thought the Himika, yeah, the dog, was choking on mochi. She screamed because the phone call broke her concentration against her brother. She lost. I was I was I wasn't talking about though. I was talking about the one choking on food. Yeah, I know. You're talking about uh, what's called yeah. Owl Girl. She wasn't really yelling though, because you said not. I said she was. She was yelling for air. Naka, what's it called? Naka Naka was yelling because she was pissed off. They interrupted her game. Yeah, that too. That one. The yeah, other girl was asking for air, and then pink haired girl was yelling because the phone. Yeah, she was in the game with her brother. She was about to win, and then psych. Yeah, yeah. And then the brother picked up the phone, and then we get to Makoto, the shy guy. I love him. He's my favorite. He, he's awesome. He's my favorite character now on the show, outside of Tadano. Yes, outside of the side groups. Yeah, then he just he just talks to the phone. So intimidating. And he's, I always laugh because it's like he like has his picture in his head, like Tadano Kun. How are you? And he's like, You. I want you, <laughs> you Tadano. And, and I always <laughs> laugh too because when they like have like these gay, like he has these gay sequences in his head, but they're like really it's just, it's, like it's, good friends. It's like top gr- top gun homoerotic. Yeah, basically, <laughs> it's fucking funny. Yeah, and then uh, Nene, she says, "Yeah, no problem. Like I'll be there." 
Like yeah. she's she's like she's like the only one that was almost normal. Just the only normal one, right? And then Komi picks up the phone and said, "Yeah, I was in a tunnel, so let's go." <laughs> and then they all meet up to try. They all ran off except for Tadano and Kobe. And they're like, oh, you you want to run there?" <laughs> and they do the cute little race. And we're back to Makoto. <laughs> yes, he wants to invite Tadano to hang out. He wants to go with Tadano. Yes. So he so he picks up the phone. He calls him. Like, hey, hey, Tadano, how are you? Hey, you. He's like, boy, <laughs> boy, Tame. And then he, they explain the situation. Like, oh, you want to go ice skating? Yeah, sure. Like, can, can I, I bring, bring a friend? friend? Yeah, can I bring a friend? Okay, I can use more guy friends. <laughs> it's senpai. No, Shisho. Shisho. Yeah. AKA mentor. AKA Comey. Yep, Tadano Comey. And you should see them shaking both of them shaking and then the people around like what is this energy <laughs> for that who are those people yep and then makoto says hey i'll guide you through the ice rink and he falls over yeah he can't skate <laughs> have you ever been ice skating no komi has to be but luckily tano knows how to skate yes and that automatically turns off fucking uh turns on homeboy yep and yeah hand holding illegal hand holding right He's like, Generous. I can get him. He's like, if I try to skate, he can hold my hand too. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, it, it was a brosome moment. <laughs> yes, it was bromance as fuck. Bromance as fuck. Like, let's let's just have the best couple of the season. We're done here. Yeah, right. <laughs> no other couples. <laughs> I don't need to hear it. You just need a good bromance. And then the the the, the final part was Tano being sick. Yes, he caught. He has hurting. a fever. His family's out for the hot spring. I was thinking the whole time when he's like, I can't get up. Like, he's got a 100 degree fever. I'm like, oh, he's got COVID. Literally what I was thinking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, because you were like, in the face mask too. Yeah, he's like, he caught COVID. That's literally yeah. what I was thinking. They should have just called it COVID. Yeah, I bet no, you they would have gotten a lot of fame if they called it COVID. Well, they wrote this chapter before COVID. So. Yeah, so he's like, I'm going to call Najimi. Maybe they could bring me some food and drinks. And he says, but it was Comey. <laughs> he called Comey first. Accidentally. <laughs> He's like, ah, shit, don't worry about it, don't worry, don't come here, don't come here, it's a bad idea. Right, I don't want to get you sick, I'll call Najini. And then, knock on the door, it's Comey. It's Comey. She's, and she starts taking care of <laughs> And it was really nice, like, it, bro, yeah. she felt like half, like, girlfriend, half mother. But it was yeah, really yeah. Nice. It was definitely yeah, nice. so uh, she fed him, gave him drinks. And then and she then... was to hold her hand. Yeah, 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 he was passed out, she was yeah. about to be naughty with the hand holding. Mm. But Najimi came in. Taranokun! <laughs> I stopped that out of nowhere. It's like, can you fucking knock us? <laughs> For real, right? I can just imagine fucking Tarano just like. <laughs> They're banging and Najimi comes in. <laughs> Taranokun! Komi-san! <laughs> yes. Can I join? Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going Two for the price of one! <laughs> yep. But no, and then we get the preview for the next episode. No, I died laughing because afterwards when they left and fucking her sister come back, like, are you dead yet? Oh, oh, yeah. and, oh he's sleeping. And then she's like, oh, nah. Which I means it's a woman. Yeah. I smell a girl. And then we get the preview. Who the fuck is that guy? This handsome fellow. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? She's Suto Naruse. She? Oh, he's she? She's oh, his Suto. name. I thought like she. I said, Who his name is guy? a pun. Like, his name is a pun. He's a narcissist. Clearly, yeah, clearly. 
There's the bong on the top of the tip of his hair. Show flexing. He's the JoJo character. Like, what the fuck? If he does poses, then I'm done. <laughs> oh, God. Something tells me I'm going to hate him. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> I mean, we're three episodes behind. I, that's something I hate. That fucking Japan. Yeah, we're behind. Three, yeah. Three. I don't get that. Like, you. So you'll do weekly episodes for like Blue Period and fucking Ragnarok and other shows, right? But then fucking you won't do one for. Yeah, on a yeah. We, basis. Have, we gotta have the delay. <laughs> that's so dumb. Like, I get yeah, the is. hours delay, but fuck, bro. Really? Three fucking weeks. Yeah, I know. But it was still good stuff. Good shit, pal. I enjoyed this episode a lot. <laughs> I've been enjoying the second season as a whole a lot more. If this keeps up, it may get a four. Let's move on. Cuckoos! Another fucking great episode. Yes, yes. Uh, what'd you call it? Uh, Hiro and Erika. Mm. They want to hang out. Mm. And, you know, Naki can't be there because they can't They can't be together. Nope. So, also, what's the solution? Also, Let's go to Erika's house. Yeah, because... Uh, Oh, uh, I'm getting. I was getting a little head for a second. No, wait. I thought it was last week. No, no, no. But yeah, uh, let, let's go to Erica's house. That, so, what does Nagi do? He, he gets, gets ass naked. fucking naked. Homework, eating, cleaning, naked. Balls out. Yep. And it's just like, oh, no one can stop me now. Tina. <laughs> now the door. Oh yeah. And he was like, oh, it's so big. Okie this. Okie hair, yes. No. And then Nagi was uh, like, dude, what the fuck? And they're like, oh, yeah, the, their house. Nagi is like, why the fuck are you here? They're like, oh, coincidentally, my house is going under renovation. More importantly, why are you naked? Because like, I thought you weren't coming. <laughs> so he has to get rid of any, any dude, extra stuff. Erica would have been like, oh, you thought I wasn't coming? Well, neither are you. So, hey. so he has to get rid of. Any of the stuff, or basically, like, there's two people living here. Yeah, like, if there's pink and blue, gotta get rid of the blue. But, you know, he didn't get rid of his bowls. Like, oh, there's there's two bowls here. And, of course, fucking, what's her face? Is stupid Erica's, as shit. No, not Erica. The other uh, one. But, well, Hero's just... Yeah, Hero's like, oh, you should do your dishes more often. But, no, it's, that was better than the alternatives. And true. Naked fucking Nagi. But, uh, all that was going on. They go to the pool... He's fine. Like he got Nagi got rid of the evidence. Yep. They come back. He's like, "Oh, I thought I saw someone outside." No, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. But you know, Nagi was inside. So, no, the so they go. They go take a shower. Oh, he was in the bushes. Okay. Nagi was in the bushes like a creep. So then, no, the but, but it wasn't them they were talking about. But no, it was the three guys from the first episode. Yes, the three fucking creepers that wanna that wanna get with Erica. And here comes fucking uh, Nagi out the bushes like a creeper. Yeah, and was like, like, "Why are you guys are fucking you showing doing up? out here?" <laughs> oh, just the person we wanted to see. We're gonna fuck you up. And then Nagi fucks him up. Like, oh, we've been training for weeks again. for this, and he's got one shot. And then he hides again. And then you know they're in their towels because you know they showered. Mm. I, I guess there's no here. It's just the cat. It's just the kitty. Blame the kitty. Always blame the kitty. Always. Yeah. All that happens here is like I had fun. I would love to come over again soon. And then we get to the second part. Hero invites them both over. No, before you could get before you get get to that freaking uh, what's it called? As she's going away, yeah, like what's it called? Erica and Nagi thought think they're safe. They're like, okay, we're good. Meanwhile, er, uh, Nagi. Or, I was right. The book. Sorry. Yeah, meanwhile, the sh- oh, before that, yeah, even before that, as she's leaving, she's like, why do you have a Nagi's book? They're like, oh, I meant to borrow his textbook, and I forgot. I grabbed it by accident. Oh. 
he's like oh okay and then as she's walking away she's like i guess they are that close hmm Hmm. And so yes, the we get the reverse. Let's go to your house. Let's go to uh what's her face? Hero's house. Hero's house. And um it's a shrine. Yeah, and this explains the whole I'm engaged type of thing. Yes, she's like you she understand why I'm engaged. Inherits the shrine and you can't marry. You know, you don't get married. You get married within the shrine, but you don't yeah. get, you know, she, that's her career basically. Yeah, like she's married to the job. <laughs> and he's like, oh, This is my shot. Yeah, and then first uh, the mother gives them treats, except for Nagi. He gets a piece of candy. He gets a piece of candy, and, and just a death glare. The, the, the worst eye, evil eye, stink eye, brother. For real, I'm like, holy shit! It's like not eye. It's not eye fucking. It's eye murder. Yeah, like nope, you're dead. You're fucking dead. <laughs> yeah, for real, you can't How have a guy you? here. How dare you want my hero? Get it, my hero, Academia. I tried. I know. So what did you think of this episode? It's a good episode. I, I'm really enjoying the series. I, I'm loving the fact that it's 24, 24 uh, episodes. So yeah, so 24. we won't grade it for spring. No, we won't. But we will, we'll grade the characters in genre, but actual top list, if it makes it, it'll be in the summer. I mean, can't it make both, in theory? I'll, we'll see. <laughs> I think you should be able to make both. But All right, all right. All right. This is no, I am enjoying it though. I can't wait, you know, truthfully, I can't wait for the, the romance to get like a heavier, especially with Erica and Nagi. And I'm very curious to see how they're gonna do. Um, what's her name? The sister, yeah, she has not been included yet. Well, she's been included like very subtly, like I know, uh, like she's she's like she's not... hating, like she's jealous as fuck over yeah. the girls, but she still loves her brother. But she yeah. wants to have more with her brother because that's not really her brother, right? Yeah, yeah. She's she's not making any moves yet. She clearly doesn't believe in the friend zone, which I wish more women didn't. Move it on, uh, executioner. Oh, Another solid episode. Yeah. I'm, you know, uh, I'm, Akari I, is not as stupid yet. <laughs> like, she wasn't as stupid here, except for the beginning. I know, but, but she's still so fucking annoying. I know. She's up there, bro. Like she's up there in terms of like annoying characters of the season. Do we have an annoying character of the season? We should probably have an annoying character of the season. Uh, we're not. We can't give everyone an award. We should have a fucking Asta award. You leave him alone. <laughs> we should have the Asta award. <laughs> he got better. <laughs> he did get better. Like Akari, she got better. Doesn't mean she's not any fucking more annoying. Right. Well. Right. Um, before oh. uh, you know, Menno needs an award for dealing with both of them. <laughs> I like oh, Momo. Yeah. Momo can certainly be I know, dead. but again, they're both a headache at the same time. They are, but it's not nearly as bad as fucking Akari. But Akari's yeah, like uh, dealing with a special needs um. <laughs> She Bro, she's like, you know how like you have autistic kids? You know you have autistic kids and they're like not like very active or they're quiet? Like it's the opposite. Akari is super duper fucking hyper and they're like, Ooh! He's a Sonic fan. I get it. <laughs> I know, but yeah, basically... Meno says, Akari, don't embarrass yourself. But no, she's talking to everyone now. She's a priestess. I'm a pretty priestess. I'm a pretty priestess. Pure ju- pretty pure, priestess. No, pure, just, and strong and all that. She said the whole line. And then Meno said, you know what? Fine. Whatever. I'm going on my own. Right. No, I want to be with you. No, going on my own. And who she find? Ashina. Ashina. And yeah, we get a little fight, a little preview, a little taste. A little taste. Do you want a taste? Do you want a taste? Yeah. I, and, I I, and it turns out, do, yeah, Meadow is like just 2. smarter. I try to do it like 2.0. You want a taste? You want a taste? 
I can't do it like fucking with Matt Menard. I can't do it like Matt Menard. I, I, don't, I don't know their fucking names. I know they're geeks. But... I swear he would be in the An- Tony D'Angelo's group, but he wasn't. God, he he'd be part he, of that mob with that accent. Probably. You know, I, I, my friends hate him, and I'm like, you know, he's a throwback to the early 1990s WWF. Hey, and that, wait, hate, wait, hate who? Uh, what's it called? 2.0. Oh, okay. And I'm like, dude, they're throwbacks in early 1990s WWF. In this day and age, I think that works. I was, it works just as fine as having fucking Danhausen on te- television. So I liked him when he wasn't wrestling. Uh, I don't like, like, like just the, the small videos, like not him, like in the rain, like small videos he did on Twitter or whatever. I've barely gotten used to Orange Cassidy now. No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with Orange. <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, I don't get Danhausen a lot more. Anyway, we're getting off track. Menno and Ashina, they have this small fight. And yeah, Menno is more skillful. She So as it's described, and that's the same thing that, um, what's it called? That uh, Orwell said, that she has delicate, super delicate and pristine control of, of uh, not mono, what ether. Is it ether. She's got super delicate and precise control of ether, but she just doesn't have a lot of it, which necessitates her need to be proficient and yeah and uh what's it called efficient with her with her ether meanwhile momo who's her her kohai has copious amounts of ether and so therefore she can be a bit more ballsy a bit more explosive etc and ashina has got both but in this instance she needed to be more crafty with the with the but she was more more she's more relied on pure strength (laughs) yes which in this instance against uh that's an l and yeah she took an l (laughs) L a few cuts, few bruises. She wanted to do this big technique, and nope, did not work. Menno with a fucking string and a dagger. Shing. Strings are OP. And Shank that hoe. Like this, if I see anyone with strings, like okay, you're fucked. It's, they're gonna win because string. Well, no, fucking Tanjiro killed fucking string boy. Well, fucking Walter from Helsing. It was great. It was the strings? I love strings. Yeah. I love anyone with strings. That's a weapon. Ding. But yeah, um, uh, yeah. Because of this, Menno gets away. And we go to uh, what you call we go back to the party because like what's the explosion? Manen was that her name? The drug dealer? Um M A N O N Manen. 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 Yeah, she talks to Akari. <laughs> yes. And she knows everything. Yeah, she knows about her. <laughs> you're an Isekai gene and what's it called? Like you're you have great power. Yeah, you have that time concept. <laughs> But then she's like, she likes her because her hair, her dark hair, reminds her of her of her dead mother, who yeah. Menno's fucking uh, uh, master Flair killed. That's right. Yes. Yeah, we find out. Yeah, the mother was another worlder. <laughs> was she? That's what's hitting. Uh, yeah. Perhaps. That's that makes total did. sense. Wow. Yeah. Didn't even put that that piece together. Yeah, but all while that's going on, Momo infiltrates where they were taking the drugs. <laughs> Yes, that was as she opened the coffin with the girl's uh, Iron Maiden. No, not a coffin. You got to specify an Iron, Iron Maiden, Maiden. Sorry. Yes, the op- she opens a fucking Iron Maiden. Yep, uh, she sees the girl inside. She casually, hey, it's okay, but it it's was a trap. Bomb. Yep. It's a trap. Yeah, it was. It was triggered to go off as she got out of the Iron Maiden, and so and kablam, kablam, and then all we see is that girl's arm and a bunch of blood. And we see uh, uh, one of the one of the the, the, the daggers of the maiden. Yeah, in, got into Momo. It got stabbed, Momo. Not to mention that it triggers whenever like that trap happens. It triggers a poison inside of the uh, inside of the the the, the spikes. And yeah. so 
Momo's poisoned. She barely escapes out of the drug house. But before that, she was able to get a communication. He managed to contact uh, Menno. Menno basically abandons her post for the night, um, goes rescues Momo, takes her to the to the sanctuary where they take care of her. And they're like, she's really fucked up, but she'll live. And then then they're like, oh, shit, where's Akari? Yeah, they're like, well, and they're like, oh, we lost her. Then they're like, oh, I bet you Manon has her. And then we had a nice conversation between her and the priest. And yep. they're like, you know, like, you're, she's like, you're completely different from your master. Like, you know, Flair? And they're like, I met Flair. I met you too, but you probably don't remember. But Flair relies only on herself. Yeah, you rely yeah, on yeah, yeah, like she's actually grown as a person. Yeah, and she's like, that's not a bad thing. And then so, uh, what's it called? Menno like, begs her, like, well, you know, will you help me out? And, and then she says, like, yeah. I will. Yeah, basically... Have them come out with their hands up. They're under arrest. Yeah. And then um, the, other, the other people were debating on it. And when Manan comes back in, they were like frozen. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? And yeah, it's Akari. She followed Manan. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ended. So we're going to get the composition of the real Akari, not idiot Akaris. So I'm looking forward to that one. This was a nice episode. It was. And it's a great series as a whole. Angel's talking about, are we live? Yeah, we're live, bro. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, what's it called? No, it's, this is a great series. I, I officially rated it, I think, a four. I definitely, I, some of these now that we're getting with like four with four episodes to go, yeah. I've, been, I've been rating. So I definitely rated Demon Lord, I, I think, as a three. Um, Dance Dance, which we'll get into later, definitely rated it a four. Uh, Executioner, four. Spy Family, four. Cuckoos, I haven't rated. Shikamori's, I haven't ra- rated. Requiem, I already rated weeks ago, five. Quitting Hero, I have rated as a four. Um, Rising of the Shield Hero is a three, which we'll get into momentarily as well. And Dawn yeah. of the Witch, I have not graded yet. So I, I'm pretty much done with my grades. I don't foresee any of these other shows you know, going lower or higher than where they're at, in my opinion. That's just an early wrap-up thought. That well, I just, I'm, I'm just going to wait until we're done. <laughs> I know. That's fine. But by the time I come back, it'll be probably the penultimate. Mm-hmm. We will see. Uh, moving on. Speaking of Rose Kings. <sighs> Jesus <God>. Christ. <laughs> Oh my god. The, the plot thickens again. That's not the only thing thickening. God, you're right though. <laughs> you're right though. Yeah. Uh, you wanna reveal it? Richardo's pregnant. Richardo is indeed knocked up. He got he was collapsing. He wasn't feeling it's well. It's so weird. I was like saying this to somebody and I was like, you know. I was like, I'm totally like accepting of progressive times with LGBTQ. It doesn't make it any less weird to say he is pregnant. Before that, though, <laughs> was, was the kids escape in this episode or? Yes, that was the beginning. Of okay, the yeah. Before we get there, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ed Tudor. Yeah, Ed Tudor. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he he got the kids cells. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, go ahead. You guys are the real. You guys are the real kings, because you know the other kids are bastards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so go be free. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they escaped, but they didn't go far. Mm-hmm. They were just basically they got caught like right there and then. And Richard sees them. He's like, "Fuck you! You're not the king." All that shit. Mm-hmm. And then he he starts to pass out. Mm-hmm. He's not feeling good. And then uh, Casey says he needs to see a doctor. And it's like, and it's basically the witch. Mm-hmm. And she goes there. She talks to him. And since she won't let, yeah, she still can't see him physically. Can't touch him physically. Mm-hmm. Don't strip. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're pregnant. And he's like, what? 
And no, it, she didn't say it like that. She inferred it. She's like, well, she's like, you are both a, a man and a woman. Yeah, you are and innocent. You're having, you have them. having regular affairs. You can guess the rest. And yeah. he's like, no, that's impossible. Like, I, not with this body. And oh. it's like, yeah, well, you are technically the demon. And I've been, yeah. I, I mentioned that to you earlier in the season on our message. I was like, you notice that he's been looking a lot more feminine lately. In the second half, yeah. In the second half, he's been a lot more feminine. The, the, oh, with the open reveal of the chest, the hair has gotten a little longer. The nails are a little bit longer. And it's just he, that He's a lot figure. more slender. Yeah, very feminine, which is... Which is great. Yeah, the gear you're, you're, that we're exploring these both sides of it, this masculine and feminine side. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what'd you call it? Fucking Henry's. God damn, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard goes to see him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm about to be crowned in York, but like, where are you? Type Like, where are you? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah, he collapses with him and is trying to talk to him. Uh, no, he collapses because of the wine. He barely eats, right. pregnant, and has wine. Right. Okay. So he collapses. They wake up. He tries to like you know put on, collapses again. Wakes up. They fuck. Yeah, because they and then he tells him about the pregnancy. Does he? Yeah, he told he he tells uh, Henry about it like after they made love. I don't recall. And it's like, what do you do? What are you gonna do if it is mine? Type of thing. He makes it sound like he, he's making it sound like the the baby cannot exist if it ha- if it does happen. Richard is still. Oh denial. yeah, that's right. And they mentioned like, well, I still have the, I still have the medicine from from, from Jane the Witch. So he's yeah, talking about having an abortion. Yeah, that Henry's like, that, that's my kid. <laughs> For real, it would behoove them. You know, it's tough because it's like, and I was thinking about that. Like, I put it on pause, and I was like, you know, it would behoove them to have the kid because then Richard the King has an heir. Richard, now they're, gonna, now they're gonna reveal that he actually is this, yeah, demon type. Yeah, man. So yeah, it's it's a it's a top it's a tough spot. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Richard wakes up again, <laughs> he's chained to the bed. Not in a kinky way either. No, like a held captive slave way. Yep. Yeah. He he. Then Henry tells him, "Yeah, I'm. You're not going to York. You're not yeah. getting crowned there. You're like no. Like after all this, hell no. <laughs> so you're just gonna live the rest of your days with me, captive as my wife. No mm-hmm. one will recognize you. No one will know any any of that." Mm-hmm. And Richard was thinking about it a little bit, mm-hmm. like he thought how nice that would be. Mm-hmm. But again, since he wants the crown, that's he can't really do that, right? And Catesby comes in. Catesby is my boy of the of the season. Point blank, the he end. was a, he was about to kill Henry, but Richard was like, "Don't, nope." But then that's ours. He is my dude. He's my fucking boy of the year, boy season. He is fucking practically might as well be boy of the fucking year. <laughs> He is yeah. fucking great. And then, um, yeah, then Richard tells him, I'm going to York. Yep. I, what I say goes. Yep. And chill the fuck out. <laughs> Back. And then, yeah, and then Henry is stunned. He, ba- he kneels down apologizing. Mm-hmm. And then he says, I'm going on ahead. If you want to come, you're going to come. Mm-hmm. And then I bet. See- he did. <laughs> he did. He did. This is where we are now. <laughs> All in there. Yeah, and then yeah, they go. They're at York. Well, Catesby and Richard they go to the church. Yeah, and the priest was talking shit. Yup, I was like, I was like, yeah, wait, wait, you're the. It's like, oh yeah, realize that more often, by the way. Yeah, he's like Richardo Josama. Yeah, and then you see no Josama, um, Kokoro, Richardo Kokoro Heka. 
Yeah. And then you see uh, Buckingham Richard. He uh, Buckingham Henry. He didn't leave yeah. yet, and he's talking to Tyrell or Henry and Tyrell, aka fucking Prince or King Henry. Yeah, he tells him like, "I'll tell you what you need to know." And I found, I got the, I know exactly who you. I want he's like, he's like, no, Henry's like, "Do you know your wish?" And he's like, "Yep, I have my wish, and I'll tell you exactly what you need to know." He's like, "Your wish is my command: kill Richardo." Yeah, I was like, "Well." Villain of the season wrapped up there. Yeah, well, that's this. This is not gonna work. Of course not. It's not gonna. Work. We'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah he he's definitely he he's definitely just going all in on that now. Like, nope, he has to die. This is so fucking like drama filled. It's amazing. I love it. All right, speaking of drama, dance dance. More drama. More drama. The the cousin complex. We find out which one actually had it, and which one actually didn't. Yep. Yep. And we got another new girl. We did. Natsuki. Mm. She's great so far. Yeah. Uh, basically, all they're all they're te- the the boys are teaming up with the girls mm-hmm. in this class. And then uh, Miyako wants to go with Junpei, but Lou was like, "No, you're supposed to be with me." Mm-hmm. You said every time, like you said, it'd be me always. <laughs> like a little possessive of his cousin. A little. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the thing. So basically, now because of this, Junpei gets this girl Natsuki, who is the daughter of the person that runs the place. It's <laughs> like, holy shit. <laughs> and with Natsuki, she basically does stuff by herself. Mm-hmm. And so basically, whenever Junpei tries to do something, tries to help, she just basically yells at him. Yeah. Calls him a monkey and all that jazz. But as time goes on, they actually have this type of... They both have the same mindset of what they want for ballet. Yep. Like dancing for themselves type of thing. Just going with the flow. Yep. And Natsuki has, helps Junpei do that more when they're teaming up together. And I actually like that. That was nice stuff. It is. No, it really is. So we get all that going on. And of course, Lou, of course, has the dream nightmare of being abused. <laughs> of course. But we're, see- we're seeing more of it. Dude, it's going to be so fucking sad when when it finally gets addressed. Especially with the fact that we find out at the end of the episode that his uh, that his grandmother's in a home. And so she, that episode yeah, is going to be insane. She's had dementia emotional. and then yeah. the mother hasn't contacted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it, all of it's going to come to a head in, in multiple episodes at some point. Yeah. Not the mother, well, but definitely well, the grandmother. It's going to it's gonna have to be next episode because he got on that train going there. No, he's on the train going home. Oh, he went home. He went home. He's not going to fucking go see his grandma. You think he's going to go see after he just uh, experienced emotion, emotional like trauma? You think he's going to go to somebody who fucking inflicts a, a fucking psychological trauma? Who has dementia and is dying? Yeah. <laughs> Highly could be, could, could be like the closure type of thing. No, definitely went home. He doesn't have the mindset of fucking closure. He has the mindset of, I want to go cry in my pillow and jerk off and fucking dream about yeah. getting fucking beat by my grandmother and have my legs broken because it's what needed to be done. Which yeah, is really- you find, yeah, and you find out in that dream, like, he was never meant for ballet. No, his grandmother forced him into ballet. Yeah. But now, because of the way that he grew up and his personality, ballet is all Lou has. Yes. And it would be interesting. It wouldn't shock me in the least to see him give up ballet. And once he finds like himself and he like, you know, finds like he, some, he might, I don't know. I have or a feeling. Or, it or he might keep it. I have a feeling it, like he may give up ballet. Junpei will be the star. And I think he'll like get with what's it called? I imagine a girl because they don't, none of them as much as they like sound gay, like none of them are gay. 
Yeah, like we call it. Yamato was engaged or has a girlfriend. Kotobuki was the one that was engaged, the, the smaller ones. Yeah, Kotobuki's engaged. The other one has a, a girlfriend overseas, I think. Yeah. And, and then uh, the third one is a pimp, like a Misaki, player. Misaki, yeah. Yeah, Misaki's a player. Yeah, uh, speaking of pimping, he, yeah. he, suggests, he, suggests, he suggests a group date with the males and the females. Like, yeah. it's mandatory. It's a must. You gotta go. Yeah, and fucking Lou's like, nope, I'm good. And then, and then like, uh, like, Miyako's no. coming. Yeah, Miyako's coming. All right, let's go. Junpei, though, I, we didn't talk. Did we talk about him and um, the other girl? Natsuki. Natsuki. Did we talk yeah. about them? We talked about them already. He wants yeah. to go see Natsuki. And then as he goes to see Natsuki, Misaki pulls him to the side and was like, hey, uh, Miyako wants to talk to you in the library or in the salon. They call it the salon. Yeah. He wants to go talk to you in the salon. So he goes to the salon. He patiently waits. Saki, or I'm sorry. Um, Miyako comes over and was like, oh, Misaki told me you had something to tell me. And he's like, and, uh, yeah, and they were, t- and they were told-, told me you had something to tell me. So basically, yeah. So he set them both up to talk because he talk knew that they liked each other. Yeah. While they went to the actual cafe to hang yeah. out and do the dance, and then Lou, like at the time, Lou's like something's not right, and so what's it called? He, because Jupe wasn't there, and Miyako he wasn't needs there. to go back to see them, and then uh, Misaki is like, "Oh, I left something at school too. Let's go together." With like this, like nice grin on his face, like, "Yeah, yeah. you know what's gonna happen." And as Miyako and uh, Junpei are talking, you know, they they make some small talk, and then it's awkward, and then Junpei, Junpei goes out. In. He's like, I like you. And this embarrasses like the shit out of fucking Miyako. Like, like you mean dancing, shocked. right? All that yeah. Is- and she's like, no, I like you. And then she's like shocked. And Junpei's like, I'm going to make my move. Goes in to kiss her. And Miyako's like, no, like gets away. And then Junpei realizes like, oh shit, I basically like almost forced myself on her. And, they and like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, and hey, then and you find then out Miyako is like, as she's walking away, Miyako's like, ski. And he goes, what? And he goes like the dancing and he's like no like i like you and he's like it's not that you know i didn't not want you to kiss me it's just all very sudden and then he goes in and she's like no everyone can like see us and so he takes a, the book like the yeah. magazine he was reading about about it and puts it in front of their faces and they play tonsil hockey meanwhile misaki is in the corner like at the doorway and is like that book's not covering anything and next to misaki is Lou, Luo, and, like, and Luo and he's like, is crushed. And he's like, "Oh, so they are together, and you were gonna try to ruin that?" <laughs> yeah, he walks away, and he's like, "Hopefully, you know, never to interrupt them again." Yeah, and then yeah, and, and they're all like, join join yeah. the group date. Junpei and Miyako, they're all happy. They end up having the conversation that we mentioned earlier about um about Luo and his mother and his um and his grandmother and then they join the party and everyone's like what happened what happened and they're both like trying to deny it the girls are like oh my god and the guys are like yeah (laughs) and they're like where's luo and he's he's like he left he he left yep and that's how the episode ends good episode it's a great episode tomorrow's gonna be fucking another drama filled episode because we're gonna see i'm sure what's it called luo's gonna confront um Junpei and you know it wouldn't shock me in the least if Junpei like falls off because then like now he's like you realize like oh I kiss Miyako I only want Miyako I want like I want to be with her kiss her whatever and like I can I bet you his dancing is going to be off and then at the same time Luo is going to like confront him in front of everybody about it or whatever and there's going to be like among his blowout fight between them that's going to cause a major rift and it wouldn't shock me because I think they're toward the end of the camp 
So they only have like th- two or three days left at the camp. So it wouldn't shock yeah, me. They got, they got up two or three episodes yeah. left. Yeah, so it wouldn't shock me in the least if fucking if this blows up on like the final day of camp where it's in front of fucking the uh, the woman, right. Ayako. Ayako, I think her name is right. Ayano or Ayako? Yeah, Ayano. I think it's her name. Anyway, four left. God damn it. Let's go with Love Is War. I'm finally caught up. It is by far my anime of the season, beyond a shadow of a doubt. Uh, and first off. I think I mentioned it in the past on, on this show. I hate Japanese rap fucking anime episodes. I hate them. Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 3's rap episode is by far the best one I've ever fucking seen. And it's yeah, so crazy. I you know I didn't even realize that, uh, what's it called, that Harthika is legitimately fucking Homeboy's ex. <laughs> didn't, I swear to God, I didn't realize that. Like They were legitimately going out together and they legitimately... Like I'm not, it's so interesting because it's like I feel like, um, I feel like what's it called? Even though uh, Shirogane has like feelings for for Shinomiya for Kaguya, like there's a piece of him like that treasures his ex, and like maybe not in a romantic way, but kind of in a romantic way, and vice versa. Like it, it's crazy that fucking that uh, Hertika that Hayasaka basically gave up being with Shirogane to be tend to Kaguya and now is facilitating their relationship when in reality they're like it seems like that's the only guy that Hayasaka's ever really been with. Well it's more of yeah, cause it's more of when Kaguya kinda forced with him. Like I, I bet you can't seduce him. Dude, they then she doesn't realize like dude, they were together. But yeah, that was a greater ep- episode. And yeah, we're finally getting the major plot. Yes. That fucking, uh, we didn't mention it before because I hadn't watched it yet. Yeah, Miyuki is going to Stanford, which is overseas in California. Once he graduates, he wants to go fucking go to college at Stanford in California in the United States. Oh God, he's gonna take over Vince. Nah, <laughs> not Stanford, Connecticut. Stanford in uh, California. God damn it! No chance. No. Oh God, he already doesn't sleep. So. But yeah, he talked about he would if Kaguya doesn't confess to him at a certain time, mm-hmm. he was going to do it, and this would be around the school festival. Unkasai, Unkasai, <laughs> Unkasai. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, with this latest episode, uh, Miyuki goes to Kay. He's like, "Oh yeah, but you is your school doing your thing?" He's like, "Oh yeah, you mind if I come?" Yeah, but I'm gonna. But don't wear that. Don't wear your school uniform. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't want anyone that we're related. <laughs> and then he goes to get these eighth grade Gator Boy clothes. And keep in mind, he's definitely what a sophomore, second year in high school. So he's a junior by definition. I think it's only been three years. I, I think he's a third year. No, he's a second year. He's a second year, and what's it called? He's a second year, but in Japan, that means that basically you're like the equivalent of a junior. So that's like what five years old. Those clothes are at least no, yeah, no, they're about three, four years old. So all that's going on, they start yelling at each other. And like, oh yeah, wear this waist, wear this waist bag. He puts it on his waist. She just kicks him. Like right. no, it goes over your shoulders. Like why is it called the shoulder bag? He's right though. He does have a boy. I you know it's crazy because you see it. I see it all the time on like because I, I I only own one fucking fanny pack and it's like the cheap like six ninety nine Walmart bag. 
right, right. And so it's like the ugly, like pleather one that looks like the rock was had at one point. Yeah. Um, but when I look at like the fancier ones, like from Adidas and fucking Jordan, all the other ones, they're all over the shoulder. All of them are all over the shoulder. Hell, even the Papa Sugar on. They're like, what? Papa Dio has has better has a fashion sense. Bro, speaking of which, Papa Dio, it's hilarious because like he's like trying to facilitate him and Kaguya getting together, and Kaguya's like super duper embarrassed, but he actually managed to play her father. Really sad, but hilarious at the same time. Remember, he's their sugar daddy. <laughs> he is their sugar daddy, even though he's poor as fuck. No, no, no. That's gonna change. He's gonna become a VTuber. Oh God. That's how he gets money. Oh God. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Oh my god. There's your little spoiler. But yeah, that's that's his goal, and he does well. Uh so yeah, but bow down to your VTuber sugar daddy. I'm done. No, it's Dio. It's okay. Dio can do whatever the fuck he wants. He thought it was YouTube, but it's me, Dio on VTube. Oh my god. Anyway, then yeah, he yeah, then Miyuki talks about how he really doesn't have no fashion sense. So the Papa Sugaran gives yeah. him his old watch. It's a nice watch. Especially is, I'm yeah. a watch guy, so it's a very nice watch. Yeah, he talked about how he worked up for this for like three years working in the old factory. Working like a slave. Yeah, until the factory went under and he sold yep. everything else except for that. Yep. And then Kay's like, it's just an old man's watch. <laughs> hey, this is so cool. And then she goes like, all right, uh, I'm going to go. Sh- I'll go shop and I have money because mm. you both don't have anything. <laughs> That's so cool. And he's like, dang, she's like making bank. <laughs> yeah, there we are. We are. Hey, we are live, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, and then, yeah, he goes in there in these nice pair of clothes. And she's like, wait, how do you have the money? And they're like, it's just the gift money you gave me. How'd you know it's my gift money? Who else is going to give me this money? Yeah, apparently she's the one that hides the money. Yeah, she's like, how else do I know about the money? I keep all of our financials. Pretty crazy that a middle schooler is the one that takes care of all their financials. Yeah, and then uh, we get to Kaguya's side, and now she's talking about she's talking about one of the students about the festival, like the origin of the festival. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's about love. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she's having this internal struggle of herself. It's like, oh, what if I convinced him there? What if I give him this gift? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he's shaking around and starts mocking her in this wild fantasy. <laughs> like, no, I can't confess. I can't confess. That means I lose. Bullshit. Back. 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 That's going on. <laughs> That she's having a struggle with herself, like maybe I should <laughs> do it. It's like what, like what's the point of not confessing just because you lose? Like it, it's just stubborn pride. <laughs> and then yeah, she sees uh, Ishigami taking care of things on his section of the festival. Even Eno's kind of impressed, and then you see the squad leader, and then uh, Eno's friend saying, "Oh yeah, how do you know him? Oh yeah, we're dating." Mm-hmm. Just randomly, like why? Like, oh, they're like, like oh, the right- nanny. It's like, why? It's like the right move because, yeah, it's, you do this around this time. Christmas is here, so is New Year's, and then Valentine's. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was the right time to have to be with someone, and yeah, I chose this bulky squad captain. <laughs> and then Kaguya, she's so tiny. She's another tiny girl. She is very tiny. Mm, breaking that. Oh yeah, and then after that, Ishigami. Well, first Kaguya is like, I'm gonna go confess to the president at the thing if he doesn't. <laughs> That other dilemma, and then you see Ishigami coming out, and he's talking about how he was gonna confess to, confess to this girl, and that made Kaguya have that confidence. So he's like, "So you're gonna do it then?" Like, I, I, I got I, in due time type of things. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, th- now he's confident to ask the girl out while Kaguya is like, she's dead set on asking him at the festivals. Mm-hmm. And then the confession arc begins now. <laughs> Not only that, which is the most important to me, honest to God, as much as obviously the main story is Kaguya and, uh, and Shirogane, to me, the more important one that I'm more invested in is Ishigami and fucking uh, Subane. I am more invested in them. Because I feel like we're not obviously I, the way the story. Let's, let's be fucking honest. They're not going to get together. They're not uh, Shiragane and fucking and Kaga aren't going to get together yet. It'll be a nice like there'll be a nice moment and they'll like maybe confirm feelings, but I don't think they're going to get together. Meanwhile, Ishigami, something big is going to happen with Ishigami. Either like he's going to go into like despair because he gets rejected, or he, this payoff of him not having shit in life. Yeah, he's finally, he finally... and he gets the the fucking hottest girl in the show. She is the hottest girl. Most flexible. Yeah, and then Eno is gonna get secretly jealous. Perhaps, right? Oh yeah, she does. She definitely has a crush on him. Oh, for sure. And it'll be interesting. Yeah, we'll see how they actually do that. But yeah, good episode. I can't wait for the next one. We're near the end of that one. All right, Spy Family. It, you know, also caught up on this. I don't, and I've said this before. I don't love Anya the way the rest of the fucking uh, anime community does. That said. I don't hate her. Her interaction. I love her interactions with uh, with Betty. That's her name, right? Betty? Becky. Becky. I love interactions with Becky. And obviously, I know they're going to be playing off the, the, the interactions with Damien and them. Like, it, it makes sense. I like Damien. <laughs> yeah, Damien's cool. I hate his fucking dweeby little fucking kids. Oh, yeah. No, I hate them, too. But I just love the whole apology that's ended how he sees her. Yeah, but he likes her. Type he likes her, which is adorable. He's like, I won't forgive you, damn it. Oh, my God fucking horrendous that said though like i said i've been really enjoying it and like obviously the story is about to get a lot serious in terms of the adult side with the introduction of yuri oh god he's not this sweet guy you think this mr nice guy not the interrogation he's just and he's asking about twilight aka lloyd yes so that's his mission. And we clearly see, like, if you call back to episode one and the pictures you see in the previous episode, is definitely fucking Twilight. That this yeah, and, that, and that's what his group does. They go after spies. They arrest spies. Yeah, the Yuri talks about, like, gets found out about, you know, your sister's married. Like, you didn't know? Nanny? He's like, huh? All that's going on. He calls his sister. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming over. <laughs> right now. Today. Yep. And he gets there and he has this face. Well, first he overdoes it with the flowers. I thought it was kind of cute. It was cute. No, no, it shows how much he cares about your sister. And especially in the flashback. When you find out she's being killed. Since she's killed yes, and she was a, she was a fucking kid. She's like, yeah, you got all this blood on you. It's not my blood. It's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. All because she got this encyclopedia for it. But I got this the, the expensive encyclopedia you wanted. Nisa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just shows how much he cares about it. And then yours like, don't worry, he has this perfect plan. If you ask why didn't I tell him? Yeah, right. And then Lloyd is like cooking back there, like, what's she gonna say? And right. yours response was, I forgot. And they had this blank stare, like he's like, Oh jaw drop, like, wow, she's stupid. And then like Nissan, you're such a, a, a scatterbrain. He believed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then the writer's like, Oh yeah, by the way, when it comes to his sister, he'll believe anything. Right, he's like, oh, he's extremely oblivious when it comes to her. The narrator is great. I love the narrator. He's also uh, yeah. a, fun, a fun part of the fucking show. 
Yeah, and then Yor comes back with the food. It's like, oh yeah, here you go. It's like, I'm not gonna like this. I'm gonna pretend. I'm gonna hate it. No oh, she- what. <laughs> it's like I don't care. You're still. I still don't approve of you guys. So he suggests to bring wine. He he he. <laughs> And, and Lloyd's then, uh, like, no wine for you. And Yuri's like, okay. I... Yeah, she's aware. But yeah, no, uh, Yuri and Lloyd are drinking the wine. And then Yuri talks about where he got it from and all this. And then Lloyd's like. That tips <laughs> off Lloyd. Like, it's a typical story. I've already, you're not going to fool me. This guy works for the secret police. Yeah, no, yeah. This is like, yeah, we had this in training. We go to this town, this bottle of wine, which is the yep. correct one. It yep. was pricey. But no, yep. he paid like 200 something. <laughs> Right, he's like, oh, the story's incorrect because the owner of the stop is, is now is the son uh, now the son, and the the price has gone up because of inflation to three hundred. Yeah, he was talking about all this, uh, but he still goes by with it. Yeah, and then Lloyd's like, I, I don't know what you need me to do to prove that we're very much in love, and then all yeah. automatic straight right now, kiss. right now, kisu, kisu, hi, <laughs> kisu, and then, then they're, <laughs> but yours freaking out. <laughs> Lloyd's even Lloyd's, like, oh, even oh, Lloyd's like, like, why am I hesitating? I've done this before. Yeah, Lloyd's like, oh, a little kiss to say. He's like, oh, I've, I've had plenty of relations to say for, for missions. Like, this is nothing. And the episode ends with... He's acting like it's like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes in like nothing and fucking... Meanwhile, like, what you, like, what are you doing? Bricks. What I normally do. <laughs> and you're shitting bricks to end the episode. This is a good, good show. The plot thickens with Yuri ends. That's not the only thing thickening. For, for which one? <laughs> All of them. All of them. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how he's gonna react with Anya. Oh well, let me stop doing that. Um, I, I am curious. You're like, oh, she's adorable type of thing. No, but I bet you anything. Like, of course, Anya's gonna read his mind and. Oh yeah. Fucking well. And now she's gonna funny, serious shit. No, it's definitely definitely gonna be an interesting one right there. Uh, all right, we got two left. I kind of want to close a Quidden Hero, but. What do you think? What do you think we should close with? Uh, I don't even know what the last two are. What are they? Shield Hero and Quidden Hero. Shield Hero deserves recognition because it's finally really becoming Shield Hero. Let's so we'll close go- with Shield Hero. All right, so let's go with Quidden Hero. Quidden Hero. This was a great episode. <laughs> very, very good episode. I concur. We're learning a lot more about Leo in these past few episodes. We have been, yep. Yeah, but before that, Echidna starts writing out the approval for Onyx to be a knight, one of the five mm-hmm. generals. And then they have the meeting with all five of them. And then Leo's trying to figure out when the when the moment's right to reveal himself. But and then the spirit fucking realm is closing and they need to stay. Yeah, the there. yeah, the, the portal is breaking. They only have a week. They'll they're able to stabilize it, but they only stabilize it so they only have a week left. Yeah. And so they discuss what's going on and um amongst each other and then as they have, two, up, they have they have two options either they go back and they won't be able to come back for millennia and they go or they stay millennia. and they can't potentially die and they no yeah they potentially die and they can't go back for millennia um what's it called so she no, i mean like they they go back they go their separate ways they disband the army yeah or they fight to take it but they think leo's there guarding it and, they, and they're all gonna die and so ekidana is like i don't want to lead these troops into death we're disbanding. And Leo takes it upon himself. He's like, well, fuck the moment. Takes off his helmet, starts having a normal conversation. And Ekadana is not even really paying attention. And he's like, well, for the love of God, would you look at me? And he looks and at And then she turns around and she's like, huh? And then he's still, and Leo's having a serious conversation about what they can do to try and re- get the stone and all of that. And yeah. of course, Shutina's not listening. She tries to kill him. Waste yeah. a bunch of time trying to kill him. Leo's like, would you stop trying to kill me? It's not going to work. I'm trying and to help. He, and then what you call it? Stana. 
confronted her, like, no, like, trust me, like, he's been really good for us. <laughs> yeah, and then all the four generals basically go over, like, all the good things that Leo's done for the army and for, for them individually. And then finally, I was like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, fuck it, let him, we'll let him help, we'll let him help. Yeah, and, and they then, go over basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's two philosopher stones. Yeah, there's I two philosophers to that other one. The sand, it's, it just happens to be over these mountains. They're like, all right, well, let's do it. So as they go, uh, Ekidana and um, Leo, they were like, like, well, you couldn't teleport us all the way there. Like, no, like, I wanted to talk to you. I'm going to have, yeah, a conversation. And they end up, you know, over the course of time getting closer. Like, he explains everything that goes on. Um, he explains about himself, how he was made. And Ekidana is like, over 3,000 years old. Yeah, he's shocked that he's over 3,000 years old. But then, what's it called? At the same time, like she takes it pretty well by comparison. And then, as they get to the top of the mountain earlier, before they go there, um, Leo mentioned that the Philosopher's Stone being guarded by a powerful wizard. They get to the top of a mountain and they're like, wait, I don't see no powerful wizard. And he turns around and he's like, he's like, the, the Philosopher's Stone is my heart. You have to kill me. So basically, I quit being a, I quit your group. Yeah. He's back to being the hero, basically. But he wants them to kill him. So they yeah, can get the but, 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 but he doesn't want to go. But he wants. But yeah, he also wants to yeah. test his skills with fighting. Yeah, prove to me that you deserve this. You deserve yeah. my heart. And that's how the episode ends. And that was the bomb. She was like, "Holy shit!" And of course, they're gonna come up with some fucking method eventually. Oh yeah. Well, I, I'm sure we will figure it out. Like the, he can't just die like three episodes before the finale. No, of course not. He's but just no, gonna have them like work together with teamwork and with their powers combined. Like, oh my god, you almost killed me. That's good enough. Let's go get the real stone from the fucking from these pieces of shit humans. Yeah, because uh, it basically said, yeah, even said, if I keep living, I'm just gonna cause problems in general. Yeah, and that's what he's just scared to, of. To, yeah, just to fulfill my purpose, I can't keep doing that anymore. Yeah, basically, he's like, he's like, the world can move on without a hero, like, and I don't want to cause more problems, which is very, very nice of it. Yeah, because like again, he's been there for so long. Yep, yep, and he have he can't find a purpose outside of that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that next episode. Indeed, so am I. We only have it. Two more, I think, or three more. Three more. Man, it's crazy how the fucking how this is going by. Now, main event time. It's time for the main event of the evening. Shield only two hours hero. and sixty minutes in. Uh, Shield Hero. Finally, it looks like Shield it's hero. finally getting good. Took a while. Yes, but we're here, and we get in this latest episode fucking depressing shit. We get a lot of with Philo. Shit. And we also get a very awesomely adorable Tanuki. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get, we'll to, get to, momentarily. We'll, we'll get to the Tanuki. But no, um, Philo is in this village and she's a yeah. slave. Yes, we find out that she's a, basically uh, the, the premier act of a sideshow. Yeah, because, you know, she could turn to the human form and then her chicken form. But in this world, she considered, she's considered a fairy. No, uh, like a, it's like a or something like a fairy, but it's like, it's like a singing um singing bird or something like that yeah and they were considered and that species would consider crybabies yeah something like that yeah but no um yeah all that's going on is like jesus christ <laughs> and then we get to with uh now fumi uh what's called rishia and what's that girl's name uh rising a shield hero why do they sell the old characters fucking malty and motoyo they were there once and that was <laughs> uh, yeah like what the you, did you know yeah. they have season three already here? Third yeah, I know. Yeah, because they announced both of them. That's why. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, when they did the, a, a season announcement, they confirmed both of them. That's why. Oh, I'm going to do plan to watch. 
That way I can. Yeah. But yeah, Kizuna, Rishira, and now when we are back in her village. Yes. And the portal's closed, so he cannot get back to save Ratalia. Yeah. Yes. And if you notice, and it's it's a theme throughout the season until it happens, uh, through the episode until it happens, he's slowly unlocking the uh, the rage. That, yeah, he's getting very angry. All because of Kyo. Fuck Kyo, kid. Facts. <laughs> Not the cat one, the, this one. But uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, Kazuna takes him to the to the palace. Like, oh yeah, I'm back. Yeah, and everyone greets him. They're like, "Oh, this person saved me." Like, "Oh yeah, that's amazing." And then he proceeds to tell them, "Like, yeah, he's uh, the hero from another world." And, and everybody's demeanor. Just... And they're like, "Get out of here! Get him out of here! Get away from him!" They're like, "Why? Like, he's come to destroy the world." Yeah, because remember when Lark and the other ones went to his world, they said that they were, they had to. So yeah, now that's covered in, and that rage builds up again. But luckily, there is an ally. Even a bolt, yes. Who those Kazuna? I was like, oh, like you guys are fine. They don't worry about them. <laughs> yes. And he is known for basically he's basically like the boat hero. He's the boat hero. So he's known for traveling. He's also really good at finding people. And one of the things, reasons why he's finding people is Kazuna's pet. Is it called a Shigami? And specifically, that's basically the pet or companion of uh, Kizuna. And you know how how uh, yeah. Nakumi has Philo. I love. I was just Chris. This is she had Chris. Chris. And they're like, oh, do you have an art? We can create a tanuki for you, and the tanuki will be able to tell you, A, if yeah, she's still like, alive. Yeah, you can could, you could find them if at. you have their DNA. Yeah, and so, uh, what's it called? Uh, Nafumi takes out the, the a piece of, uh, of, uh, of rash- her DNA, because, yeah, because he made his shield based off her. Yeah, Raptalia's, um, what's it called? Uh, hair. And so they do the, they do the, 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 incantation and out comes a beautiful orange tanuki it's like oh it's adorable fucking adorable and then after they thank him for making yeah now they start to search like where's glass and where's but before that before that what's it called uh uh nafumi is like you're not human are you Oh yeah, that's right. And then you tell yeah. he's a bunny, and they're like, "How did you know?" And then he transforms. They're like, "Oh, he's a fucking bunny." And they're like, "Oh, you don't normally like show people this side." And they're like, "Oh, well, I felt like I felt comfortable." It's like, yeah, you know? if I I can't just do it. I I do like the first time. Like I gotta know him first. See yeah, he's like, oh, that he's basically a descendant of like a of a clan of like beasts that can take human form. And he's like, oh, imagine that. Yeah, but now yeah, now they get to look for glass and look for Raptalia, mm-hmm. and it turns out they're in the same area. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, so if the bolts, he basically t- he forms the boat, which is basically the thing he floats on. Yes, there's a giant boat. They teleport to the area. Yes, and they're in the village. They say, "I'll wait for you here for you guys." And as they're about to go there, he hears a certain a familiar voice. Yes, Nafumi. Nafumi does. Yeah. And, oh, now, uh, now. But yeah, uh, yeah. He sees uh, first it was Ratalia's and not there. Like, but now it's yeah. Philo stats. Yes. And then he goes to where find Philo and is. and finds Philo being slave whipped. And finally, the rage shield comes out. He's going to kill this guy into pieces. And even Rishia says, "I want to kill him too, but we can't do that." Yeah, Rishia's like, "Calm down, calm down. We'll get him in the dead of night. We'll get him in the dead of night." And then so they wait until the night until nightfall happens. And even Kizuna's like, "Oh man, these two are fucking scary because like they're on a fucking mission." They yeah. find Philo, they break her out, and all of a sudden, the fucking the slave owner comes out, and they. Well, well they, first, well first, Philo just embraces Nafumi. Yeah, and it's a, and it's really sweet, 
And then also like they thinking like, oh, like the slave owner may have ties to Kyo. Like we're going to fucking fuck this guy up. So he comes in and he's like, oh, I'm going to fuck you guys up. And then now Fumi basically genjitsu's his ass into psychological yeah. torture and they get away and they're like, oh, uh, what's it called? They're like, oh, I felt bad that we broke him. They're like, I deserved it. But then they're like, oh, well, isn't it weird that he's only because yeah, yeah, he was a son of a no- he's a noble. Like, yeah, he's, he's a son, son of a noble man. that wanted to make extra money off a sideshow. And they're like, but he said his father found uh, Philo unconscious. And they said, oh, wouldn't shock me if Chris gave him or if, uh, if yeah. uh, Yo gave him uh, gave him uh, Philo. And so, you know, it's a very nice moment between Philo. Like, they're all caught up. Everything. And now good. she's like very clingy to Nafubis. Yeah, because of the Tanuki, which, what's it called? They're like, who well, is in general? That's like when they were like, in general, the but then also because of the Tanuki. And so then he asked, like, Nafumi, like, what's up with the Tanuki with, with this thing? And they're like, oh, this is made of, from Raptalia. They're like, oh, so you're a Rapchan. And then, rap, rap, like a dog. And then everyone's like, okay, well, if, you know, if, if it likes it, then we'll just call it Rapchan. And then, uh what's it called they're all they're also being hunted um what's it called they're being hunted but they don't get a good picture of it because it happened in the nighttime but then yeah the episode, yeah there's wanted posters yeah they have wanted posters but the episode ends with what matt said earlier that uh basically nafumi goes into shock because of the fact that um the that raftaya stats no longer appear on his uh, on his board but yeah. one of the the traits of the tanuki is if the tanuki is alive it means that the that the person of which the DNA was yeah, basically, from it basically if she dies, it dies. Basically, yeah. So that so basically Raftalia is still safe. And so the episode ends with them basically, I believe, uh still going to try and find them, right? Yeah. Or is it, I, yeah, I and then we know. get a little thing of where they were where Raftalia was in the cage and was basically told to walk in the snow. I didn't see that. I was an after credit. Oh, I didn't see the after credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically there's this old man that's like he had Raptalia in a carriage and just opened the doors like start walking, bitch type of thing. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. I gotta go back. Yeah, that that was what happened. That's so so yeah, she's walking towards a house in this cold. But uh closing thoughts for the week. Strong week. I am so ecstatic to finally be caught up. Listen, having not watched upwards of almost five weeks of anime i watched a full 24 hours in a week of anime right and it's crazy when you go weeks without watching anime especially with the amount of anime that matt and i watch it piles up quick and boy it racks up the hour so yeah it definitely does uh strong week though we're definitely heading towards strong finales um of multiple seasons our one disappointment although it probably still will win disappointment of, of the of the season for us it's coming back strong um, again, I hope I really hope that fucking uh, that uh, shield hero and strong. Uh, I know Marte said that it reminds him a lot of demon of uh, of uh, what's it called? Demon Slayer, where everyone shit on the first half because to recap the movie. And then the second half is where everything went fucking great. So uh, we will we will find out, though. Indeed, we shall. But no, um, a lot of fun. Uh, this was a lot of fun, Matt. As our yeah. final show, being the first one on Streamyard live on all yeah. of our platforms. This was a fun. We're we're tr- we're testing this out, and yeah, it went well. This was really fun. And we've had a constant two people. It's probably bullshit. It looks like one is from W2M, and one is me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or one yeah, from yeah. my channel. It's one from my Twitch, and one from W2M's Twitch. So both of our our viewers are from yeah. Twitch. Yeah. I should have checked when we had three and four. Um, but whoever you guys are, shout out to y'all. Appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Y'all. Thank you. Actually, no, it probably was me because I logged into fucking right, probably. 
Boo. All right, shout out to me because I gave us views. Yes, thank you, thank you for giving us self-promotion. <laughs> Indeed, anytime. Uh, but yeah, uh, no episode next week because that's when I will be moving, as you yes. see from boxes behind me. <laughs> and probably the week after because you need to catch up. I think I'll be I think I'll be good. If we do it later in the week, like a Thursday, I think we'll be good. We may need to just switch to Thursday until the end of the season. I'm okay with that. I because I think yeah, I would have to be caught up by the, the that following Thursday. Okay. So we'll switch Because I because I won't as I'm not going to work till yeah. the twentieth. So right. I'll have so we'll, to catch up. All right. So we'll do Thursdays until the end of the season and then we'll figure out what our best date will be next Yeah, because that because that way I'll get more familiar with my job too and see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right, that sounds cool. All right, guys. So for anybody who's gonna watch this later on and hear this, we'll be live on all of our channels. That means W2M network, um, on both uh what's it called? Because they're hosting now officially. Officially, officially, they're really hosting. Yeah. So we're gonna be on YouTube, um, Twitch, uh, Facebook, and Twitter uh yep. live. And you will also find us. And, on- yeah, and don't worry. If you do, if you missed the live session, we will be on Spotify still. We'll be on Trash yeah. Radio. We'll be on iHeartRadio. We'll be yeah. on Audible. All yeah. that. Where you find all your podcast, we'll still yeah. be there if you want. However, you want to consume us, you can have us. Yes. Just again. buy us a drink first. Yeah. So again, if you go on Facebook, you can look up the W2M.com net.com site. We'll be on there. If you go want to join us on Eat the Cake Anime, we'll be on there. We've hooked that up. So you'll see us live on there. Again, yeah. as we mentioned, the W2M network um feed on YouTube as well as Twitch. Um on my Twitch, I'm at Showstopper 249. Uh, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-249. Um, my Twitter, I'll be on Twitter, S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-24. That's Showstopper24 Twitter. We'll also be on the W2M Network Twitter as well, at W2M Network. Um, and then also, Matt, go ahead and give your plugs because we'll be live on there as well. Yeah, um, you can follow our Tata Keiki Twitter, at Tata Keiki. If you want to follow just me, uh, you can, uh, at Damian Phoenix 12 uh, Again, thank you to W2M Network and thank you to mm-hmm. Chair Radio for hosting us and providing mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. For your view, for your listening pleasure, mm-hmm. um, you can follow me on Twitch if uh, it's a category, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm gonna have a more consistent stream schedule when I move. Yes. So yeah, we are now live, guys. At, mm-hmm. Going forward, when we start doing this shit every week, we are going to be live. Um, yeah. Well, maybe not every week. Depends on how Matt feels because he is a little camera shy. But no, no, no. This, I'll grow into this. It's fine. It's a new era for talk to Kiki guys, and it will be like this for Kiki Shop as well when we do Kiki Shop. Also, yeah. don't, also don't forget we have our Instagrams at talk to Kiki at AI underscore anime 24 for me and my podcast Instagram at podcast.senpai. But again, check us out on our talk to Kiki Instagram as well as our Twitter, Matt. Yeah, uh, again, our Twitter at talk to Kiki. We also have our link tree there. And for a KU shop, it's basically open booking. If you want to be on the show, just let us know. We'll book a date with you. We'll plan it out right there. But nothing until for the next couple of weeks, obviously, because yes. once once we're off the air, I am putting this computer away. We <laughs> may, you know what we should do for the next KU shop? Fruits basket. That could be one. We could. We got the movie. We do. Yeah, we we could do that. We'll, we'll do. Let's do KU shop. We'll do a, a full review, um, for KU shop for the movie. Or on Kiki Shock, we'll do a full review of the uh, Fruits Basket movie. We'll get into the seasons as a whole. We can get into the little should bit we, of old series. Have anyway. you seen the older Fruits Basket? I have not. I, was, I think we should probably add that in if we're going to do that. I don't want to go back. Yeah, I don't go back. I'll, just look, I'll, just look, I'll just look it up. I know it's that one season. It's, yeah, no, it's one season. but it's like, it's And just, it's just like nothing 
difference. It only go, it, I mean, yeah, the first season, from what I've been told, it only t- goes over like a, I think it's like half of what the first season itself from yeah. like, the newer version covers. Um, and that's it, and it goes no further. So, yeah. um, there's not a lot of content to really absorb, but the principle of all the other sub content that we go through on on a weekly right. basis, personal and professional with the, with the show, I don't want to go back and watch it. So if you want to take that hit and just you know try and find something for it, I'll think if I have time. Sure, if not, then sure, then fuck it. Then we'll just go based off of what we have, which is but the, yeah. The uh, anyway, if, anyway, folks, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, and we'll don't be... forget, Matt. Don't forget to uh, include the talk to Kiki on our live stream so we can put that in there. Or did you already? I did already. You did already. Sorry. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> go, man. Go, man. Oh, go. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, go, Johnny Depp. Go, Johnny Depp. Yes. Go, man. Yes. Go, Depp. Uh, but anyway, we'll see you in a couple of weeks in our, my brand new area, too. Uh, arigato and Nato Faku and Sayonara. Sayonara, Minasan. Bye bye. Bye bye. Virtual Health is here. Here for you in all the moments that matter. Because they all matter. Here to be your trusted healthcare partner. From the simple to the serious, we ensure you can feel your best and live your life to the fullest. Find a Virtua physician at Virtua.org. Virtua Health. Here for good. Savings from TJ Maxx? They're like your favorite designer jeans or those earrings that complete any look. They outlive trends. They're always in season. And no matter how many times you rock them, they never disappoint. Yes. From name brands to curated styles, we're always switching things up. But how you save, that's here to stay. 20 to 50% off department and specialty store prices. So you can be 100% you. TJ Maxx. You to the max. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.